You are listening to Thursday Nights, Episode 17. About last week. Yes. Doctor, not the That's Initiative. Bad. I've had more and more problems with iPlay 40. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> Is that your problem with iPlay 40? <laughs> that's my problem. It rolls ones for me. I seem to have stuff where it's not saving or whatever, it's not updating. Um, um, I had that problem. Don't just turn the computer off or just exit out of the browser. Sign out first. Sign out? Okay. And it will, like, sign out of Google and it will save it for you. Okay, because um, I thought I lost more surges. At the during the planet observatory uh, skill challenge, because that sacrifice surges, right? Yeah. Did yes. Didn't we pass around? I have. I missed. We one. did pass I lost, some. I lost three, and so I'm at twelve. Out of did I only right just? Now. I guess I. I thought I took. I lost one. I believe I also took one. I that's what I had two. marked. I think that's what like it was okay. three two one 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 or something okay. like that. I took. I want to make though. sure I didn't like shortchange. But well, we lost a total of nine. How much are we total missing altogether? Three, two, one, one, one. That's that's fourteen. Brandon's got a fourteen initiative. Hit she used an Woo! item to yeah, get one. You turn on numlock on my. I basically used one of them. She used an item to get one. That's why yes. Gotcha. Good. Fourteen. Oh, Aurora, what is your initiative? Twenty-six. Much better than terrible Brandis. Damn Thirty-four. Wow, even wow. better than Aurora. Hugh. Even 20. 20, that's... Thank you. I rolled a 2. Humans down there in, sh- in shit town. Humans and unite. And Ren. 28. 28. It's alright. I'm that's going after Damon anyway. Did you say so? he's not the captain of shit town? pretty bad. Said, I'm not the I'm captain like, of shit town. I believe I'm number but 2. But I am the... <laughs> the mayor. Alright. The facilities oh, coordinator. The controller. The controller. The, at um, the shit town park, the ombudsman, the comptroller, the comptroller of shit town, the ombudsman, which is the weirdest surprise round office. because you guys got maximum number of successes in the skill challenge last week. You can do a, just do a three line recap of getting the weapons and uh, <coughs> getting your capture so you're catching them unawares. Um, three line recap. Well, let's do like a Kevin S style one one button push thing. What everyone did, <coughs> Brandis. Using his massive strength, didn't just shove open the gate, but slowly leaned against it as the thick iron bars slowly bent and suddenly sprang open. Uh, waited until the time was perfect to indicate to blow the door. Uh, or stop the weak-willed uh, NPCs from possibly blowing our cover before it was time. And the strong-willed PCs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ren was thrown onto the roof of the cage where he then used his arcane sensory to determine exactly where the weapons were stored and yell, or not yell, but made their location known to Daemon. Like a silver bullet, he was shot out from the, uh, the crushed gate to reclaim the weapons and uh, volley himself over to safety where his companions had gathered ready to wreak their havoc on this... Uh, on their captors. Now the sapphire bullet? 
Yeah. Alright, so the surprise round blood. has begun. <laughs> Daleman is first. Ren is next. That's perfect. Yeah, do Daleman. Conjuring <laughs> conjuring uh healing winds. He lets his essence bleed out, making a brief connection, uh, emotional and mental connection with his comrades that boosts their will and mixes with their own uh, essences, creating stunning visual effects and powerful uh, fortification. Pyrotechnics. Close the bridge. What's it do? How much we get? Yeah. Healing surge, worth of number hit points. So sexy. Oh. And we have plus four. So did you just give flavor um, before saying that? Correct. That's it. <clears throat> You're out. <laughs> it was like one of Minus the Minus one to your next thing. All right. Incrementally increasing. Did I mean, turn? It was oh, you only get one action in surprise. Yeah, yeah just, that's why I did that. I forgot about that. So, uh, Ren is up next. Ren! Oh, so, yes, just as a reminder, because I forgot, we haven't yeah. had a surprise round in like a year. Yeah, You get a standard. Uh, it's just one standard action. No action points. Was okay. that descriptive? <laughs> I will throw the... The, the book at you. Orcus at you. Okay, oh, Ren. So Who are you wanting to attack? Ren's doing an AoE on these two guys. 43 versus Reflex. Uh, those should both hit. They both hit. Okay. Wait, 43 each? Yeah. You rolled 43 nice. twice? I rolled it twice. Sexy. All right, Aurora's next. So what does he do? Okay, so, playing, yeah. Ren. Figure out what you're doing. Okay. Well, why'd you throw them? Because yeah. I threw them. I'm sorry. Are they minions? Yeah. There's did you say? I just assumed. Sure. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I should have removed them. Uh, so, uh, upon feeling this boon uh, of the winds... Ren uh, calls down from what is a perfectly blue sky, uh, suddenly gathers all of the moisture in the air and creates a thunderhead right above those two guys and calls down thunder and blasts of... Uh, or Ooh, lightning so and blasts of thunder uh, force that come down and rock the ground and rock the rock that they're standing on. Rock. Uh, Electrocuting Absolutely and knocking them both out. And as these sacks of human skin just hit the ground, you see spiders, or not spiders, uh, uh, snakes. Snakes just pour out of every orifice as uh, the skin just breaks apart, and snakes come out as they're almost like sort of gasping for air, as, you know, as snakes gasp for air. And then they they, do. they, um, they just fall dead at being. Uh, their entire system is <laughs> dead space shot. Uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Alright, so Aurora. Uh, Aurora's going to be pretty much attacking everyone on the board, so this might take a while. Um, it's a burst 10, and I checked, and it hits everybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't hit, but One, it has two, the potential yeah. to hit. Bring in the boom. So, everyone. Uh, Wait, actually, hang on. Actually, One, maybe the two, one guy. It misses this guy, but keep yeah. going. That can be whole lot. Just wrong. Okay. The, uh, the so, minions first? Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. let's do minions first. Okay, we'll go but wait, what do I have to hit to hit the minions? Um, will. Yeah, so it's a 34. So I have to roll a 10 or better, basically. Okay. Okay, well, so... No. Yes. No. Yes. Come on. Yes. 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 No. Uh, this one. Uh, no. And um, now these guys close. No, this one as well. Another one. No. God. And we already did that one. And ten? 
I think we already did. Oh, there was no more? Uh, this okay. one, then. That one, Spider. Uh, is a 34 going to hit this guy's will? Uh, right. The the spiders are, they're, you know, they're like, almost like centaurs. Big spider lower half with a Ooh. minotaur like upper a half. like 34? Uh, 34 hit will? will hits, yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Other one? Yes. Hits. And Higher than that, Merrill. And Marilith. what about the Merrill? So roll it. Roll it. Uh, ooh, natural oh, one. It got caught in the corner, but natural I'm going to count All it right, as a Marilith one. Alright, does not get uh, So these two took damage. Yeah, those so, two take damage. They're both marked. Oh, wow. Yes, it does mark them. So put the marker indicators on the board. And I missed her, so she takes half damage, and she's marked as well. Okay. okay. So you can and all the minions that I missed are marked she as describes. well. So I'll do some damage. So everyone's okay. marked. All right. Everyone is marked to her that is on the board, except for, except for that guy. Except for that okay. one guy. So, so who's next? While well, she's... So Kaylin, you, just, you describe what you're doing, and then once you're describing, the new damage. Okay, so... And then... Who's Francis? Okay, so she's actually just kind of... Um, no, he was up, I'm sorry. Oh, he was up. Waiting very... <laughs> distracted by uh, The second she feels that burst of um, elemental energy kind of hit her from Dalman's uh, boon, she actually channels that, focuses it, and raises her hammer aloft. Big burst of uh, divine and uh, boosted energy from his uh, elemental powers. Oh, yeah. Flow out into the battlefield like a, just a supernova that really is quite surprising because they didn't know they didn't, they didn't know who they captured. Radiant hurricane. Clearly. <laughs> and so it just destiny. it just demolishes the, the minions that it hits. And uh, you mess with destiny. Now there are a few that that were good. All right. They can't help it. Okay, I'm gonna do my. So, uh, he's just doing a twin strike on this one. He's just got a standard, correct? Yep, just one standard. Cool. So that is a uh, 30, 40 versus AC. Big spider guy over here. Yeah. And then the second one is higher than that. Okay, cool. Both are hits. Cool. So I will roll damage for you in just a moment. So, uh, Hugh. Uh, surprise attacking the gentleman here, not coming and see he's slumbering, and he draws forth his bow, takes a careful moment, and let loose a pair of shafts deep into the spider things, like thorax hind uh, end looking thing. He squeals off the bulby squishy bit <laughs> as it uh the bulby cries out and. Sort of a moo sound. Minotaur is sort of the scream. The Minotaur like top half just reels back as the spider legs kick up, trying to block whatever unseen blows are coming. As it catches his attention, you see, uh, you see him draw his weapon from its holster. Good. Brandis charges. Why do big guys always have big weapons? Thirty-six versus AC hit one of the big things. It does just barely. Wow, really? Yeah. The question is. Uh, they specifically said that you can use action points at the end of the charge. Not on a surprise round. Not on a surprise round. Thank you. The rest of my sentence. Um, <laughs> is can you use <laughs> not on a surprise round? That are no action? Um, yeah. No action. Alright. I use think. power strike. Trigger is you hit an enemy with a melee basic attack using weapon. You got it. Boom! It's still not in the builder. I'm gonna call him Mr. Wizard. That's what he's called, right? Mr. Wizard. Mr. Wizard is the coast. Um, so, uh, I will do, uh, all, that hits, that just does, does extra damage, I'll do the damage in a second, 
Brandis comes out of nowhere. The only thing worse for a spider than getting one of his legs chopped off is getting a leg chopped off that you didn't know was about to happen. And so the spider doesn't get a chance, to, not the spider, the big creature doesn't get a chance to even reel back. One of the legs just has a lot of weight on it. And that's when Brandis comes in with the digester, his hot helmet, which conceals his amazing mustache. As he charges in, and the blade just chops right through as dark green ooze just gushes out of the severed leg, and the minotaur head screams in agony. Question. Wait, did Tom Selleck just run by? Yes! <laughs> did you mark it? I did. It's marked to her right now, so feel, I see. feel free to. I will supersede that mark. You can't take all the heat. I mean, come on. With a super mark. Does the mark take an extra action, or is it just automatic? That's part of this thing. That's no, um, just part okay. of uh, her, that. Neato. I'll get that damage to you in a second. It's good. It's good! I'm gonna need some more digester. Oh, sir. Okay. Dude, this system Here is uh, on the novel spider seems for you. to be whipping along. Quite quickly. Yeah, so the bad guys haven't gone. Very nice. I need to remember that if I put some up here, it means I have not processed it yet. Well, yeah, but still. Yeah. yeah. And make sure on your things that you write, yeah, who you're hitting, because I'll lose track because it starts to become mm-hmm. pretty far back. Order up. We've processed almost all of our people in like five minutes. <clears throat> all right. Well, it's, yeah, surprise round. So, the all of them surprised by attacks from every round. Half of the uh, of these, you know, spidery flesh bags. Have uh, have dropped. You see both Hares, uh, which is the name of these spidery minotaur creatures, draw their mighty war picks as they wheel around to face their certain opponents. Doom? Which is not certain doom. Uncertain it would, doom. It would be awesome if one of them was slowed now because you cut off its leg. Um, so we're gonna actually just not they have, represent. Um, they have yeah, that was good. NPCs. Cool. Oh, it's oh yeah, it's slow. We'll put hasten on top of the Thamire crocodile. Dude, some delicious damage roll. As the uh, as the the not the spider, the Horas that still has the the cage on the back, and those three other guys that you had um, are were still sitting there in the cage. He reels forward. As you see, uh, as you say, a sp- uh, an appendage shoot forward, and from it, a sticky substance wraps around you and pulls you towards it. You realize his spider body is pulling you in with a web grab. Close first three against uh, Brandis and Aurora, um, and so here is the web grab. Oh. That would be a critical hit against uh, Brandis, 33 versus Aurora. Uh, versus Reflex. That does Oh, did I get the wrong that, one? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That does hit. So it's uh, zero, da- actually zero damage, so it doesn't matter. It does hit you as well, because it's Reflex. <laughs> so, um... Uh, yeah. one, one less square for me. Yes. He pulls you two, and Brandis. So as the web... Wraps around Aurora and Brandis. It pulls them towards him as he then makes, I believe, a secondary war pick against each of you. War pick. Oh, that's right, because they're because it's not a spider. Yeah, he's he's got a big minotaur body as he swings into this war pick. Does not be a little bit clumsy, surprised as combat starts. And uh, thirty-four and twenty-eight versus AC. Dodges that shit. Is happy you a low roll. Despite being pulled in, <laughs> it just swings over your head as each of you duck down. Uh, that was his thing. So, wait. Uh, 
He hit. Nah, it doesn't really matter. It's I guess seven that, damage damage. Well, the first one, would it have hit you if it was two? No, no, no. It, it, okay. uh, so I got critical. I just have to remember. Yeah, it was a crit. He's. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, you need to that mark what? needs to follow that spider. Okay. Thanks. How does your thing work if it. What is your foot? Even if it includes you, yep. or that's the foe binder main quality right there. So foe then, binder. all right. So the other spider, but it wouldn't matter because he critted. No, but don't. Doesn't he take damage from the mark anyway? Um, no, that is that does not trigger the divine challenge. When you mark it, the enemy takes an divine attack rolls against that creature's given your attack. Oh, okay. So just they just keep the minus two. I see. Yeah. So that's okay, cool. one, two, yeah, nice. three. That's why I did immediately. Watch this here. To mark everyone. Watch, just watch. He's watch gonna go. Well, he'll just come adjacent to you guys. He could actually end his square with that guy inside of him because the oh, size yeah. difference is large enough. That's right. I think if that's correct, if it's two sizes larger. Uh, I think yeah, the medium versus huge. Yeah. Oh, good. And he can cut the corner here anyway. One, two, three. There. Oh, you guys are more than. Oh, yeah, you guys are split up enough. Okay, so the other, uh, the other Horus, the one with the with the pack on its uh, on its rear end, which was just holding all of your equipment, he quickly skitters forward as uh, he also shoots a web out, grabbing um, Hugh and Daleman. Immediate interrupt. Yes. And then he marked by you make some attack does not include you. I teleport the enemy ten squares to a space adjacent to me and make a mini basic attack. Did you do that on this project? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's all right. It's his turn. I believe so. Do it all the way back. Where do you want it, Dan? All the way back. Can here. I put him on that rock? Hell yes, you can put him on that it's, rock. Yeah, that's teleport. Away. Yeah, you can um, teleport him anywhere you want. So teleport him into the pit. Oh, it's not Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I can. I put him basically adjacent to that spider. Right here on the rock. Is that you can? Yeah, he's got. Will that, will that give him any advantage over me? He's big enough no. that he can probably okay. straddle um, a ten foot or a five foot wall without any trouble. Yeah, interrupt. That's yeah. interrupt. I'll do. I'll roll the damage. And I'll so as uh, as the spider sh- starts shooting out the web, it actually goes forward and hits uh, and hits Hugh, but Daleman. Uh, Daleman just. Nimbly uh, moves out of the way, but then as the spider is teleported, it severs the connection and it just f- falls harmlessly to the ground as you get left with nothing more than just uh, sort of an annoying spider web <laughs> substance on you. Spider web on a wave like... of phantom soldiers burst forth from the ground oh, and tackle it back and push this mighty beast back onto this thing. There's more soldiers! I'll and roll, then he just lets out a battle cry as he is clearly enraged by this. Uh, very annoying thing. Taken. You mean Brandis? Ooh. Yes. Uh, so, those of you that were hit with the warping were not hit, so it does not matter. Uh, Yay! Ongoing damage or something. Right? Uh, Damon is up. Then Ren is right after. Uh, great. Ren is missed. Damon is oh. up. Did you even roll the attack with the warping? He did. Yeah, he did. It's right there. That thought that was the roll against you two from yeah, previous. Yeah, but it yeah. got interrupted before it He interrupted the, the web grab attack. Oh. Who's next? What you see? What's the Maryland That's the exact same rolls that Aurora and Brandis got. There was no roll. There was no. He interrupted. He interrupted it. He, he, interrupted it. he, he yeah. canceled the yes. attack. And the thing, the thing is, that didn't hit us anyway. Yeah. So there, there was no attack against you. Okay. So Damon's going to use. Okay. So confused. Right his, now. Uh, so well, let me explain. Okay, sure, so, sure. He tried to use an attack. He interrupted it. Canceled the attack. Right. I was off because I didn't even think that was an attack roll against us. I thought that was the attack roll from them. That was not an attack roll. That was just left on the screen. There was never an attack roll made against you ever at any point. 
Okay. Because it was cancelled before I even got far enough to click on the button, because Dan was Johnny That's on That's why yes. I had to stop him. That's why Dan right. shouted. When did the minions in the mail go? After me. What? Are you done yeah. um, they're, they're, you know, reacting, but they haven't reacted yet. But it's Damon. So Damon's going to use his Sever the Source on this creature, giving him a vulnerable 13 all damage for a turn. Nice. Oh, then I'm going to move up to it, uh, uh, and I will Focus use a minor point. action to quarry it, which doesn't happen in most encounters. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'll end my turn dealing it uh, 21 damage. Does the vulnerable make it take more damage than that? Any damage it takes, it takes 13 extra damage. That's amazing. Oh, so that's oh, the that's last until the works. end of my okay. next turn. You're so write down all your damage for me, or you, I will, you just I'll, tell me some out loud? Um, no. I can just tell it to you. It's just 21 damage. That's all I have for this okay. turn. Um, so <laughs> as Daemon kind of like unleashes a, a burst of uh, elemental wind that kind of enters your bodies, mixing with your essences... <laughs> then you see kind of like the, the tendrils of, of uh, blue kind of uh, elemental energy break off and once again return to swirl around him. All of a sudden the wind cuts out and you see uh, you see kind of you see a cage form around uh, the, gr- the large what do they call it? Jorez? Jorez, yeah. The, the large Jorez in front of uh, Aurora and Brandis. And all of a sudden you see kind of the, the creature starts to kind of jerk and buck as it seems as if he is he, he's begun to choke on something and you see rather than air pouring into his body as it does to create powerful healing effects it is leaving his body in droves quickly quickly uh, the, uh, the, the cage fills with all of the air that this was breathing and he sits struggling to catch breath as his very life force is severed do you assign damage to one person or to multiple people now? multiple that's true I can kill that, that guy's guy. right next to you jar on the spot so yeah, and then as Daemon as Daemon creates his effect, he then rushes into combat, drawing Usheki and Lace of Grief, slashing one across the throat as he, as he appears uh, almost instantly next to his foe and uh, and carves him a glancing blow on on his lower extremities. That guy's dead. Spilling snakes. Spilling snakes. And as the snakes oh, come cool. out, it just seems like they lose their life force. They uh, just kind of they slither into the holes and cracks in the ground. As they just are no longer, you know, a whole unit. <clears throat> yes. I have used a mark in a long time. Okay. So. Do you done? Yep. Yeah. I do not. So against the, the, the Horez, but the Nobby spider, that's uh, going to be a. This is my demon soul bolt. So 43 versus 4 to 2. That'll hit. Okay, so I get to make that two more times then. Ugh. 29 versus Fortitude. Probably not. I'm sorry, which one? 29 versus Fortitude. No. 44 versus Fortitude. That'll hit. Okay. So, uh, as the Horez turn and starts to make their advances on the group, Ren uh, channels his uh, his inner devil and manages to... He, he thrusts forces forth his hand as uh, power that he has learned to summon directly from Avernus goes flying from his hand and strikes the uh, the Horez right smack in its spidery chest, kind of knocking it back a little bit and stumbling. That's going to... Do we want to shift it back at all? I can push it back one. I think we're good. Were you doing we a lot of next one? before doing it? Huh? Just because I'm sure what... Well, 
Yeah. Just try to remember to do the pushing before. Sorry, I know I forgot until just now. But I didn't. Okay, we won't do it because you guys are good to go. So. Uh, and um, Ren, then we're gonna do an, uh, an arcana. See, how do you want us to do checks? Do that beforehand. Yeah. All mechanically, you finish your entire turn. Your minor, your move, okay. your standard, your action points, every single thing, and then flavor. resolve it all. Okay. Then flavor. Okay. Well, then we'll just call you. I mean, go ahead. Yeah, we're, go we're ahead. We're getting used to it. Get a minor. Do it. Okay. So let's do and. They're demons, so would that be a religion? We're going to do an, an arcana check to see if we've, if Ren has heard anything about these guys and knows anything about them. 28. A 28 is horrible, right? Yeah. That's a six. It's medium. Yeah. I think that's... That's medium to see, but yeah, um, it's horrible so for Ren. You can tell, by the way, these guys are fighting. Uh, who are you checking? The spiders? Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know that these are basically just uh, sort of... They're powerful grunts, but they're basically just grunts. They, uh, they, they serve a more powerful demon, perhaps in this case the Merilith, perhaps there is someone uh, higher up than, than that, but uh, they're just soldiers through and through. And you know mechanically they, uh, they have the power to mark, and uh, they can recharge their web grab when bloodied. Their will is also atrocious. Okay. Yeah, all I had to hit was a 10 with my bonus. Did I never get oh, it? No, no, no. There's there some bonus. Pass them over here. No, no, that, that was a 10 to hit the minions. To hit these guys, you roll far less than a 10. Oh. Their, their will is atrocious. Nice. Uh, okay, so the spidery, or the, the, the snake bag creature that Daleman tore apart, who was adjacent to him, right? Yeah. Uh, he When he cut it open, the snake's... Poured forth, just leaping onto his, uh, leaping onto Damon's arms and such, biting him as he tries to uh, to fling them off. Twenty nine versus forty two. Uh, that won't hit. So as Damon does, as they leap, Damon is already whirling his blades in an offense that keeps up par with the, every single uh, attacking snake and simply severs them in half before blowing their pieces away on a gust of cleansing wind. Alright, I'm just uh, recording some damage to start to get to uh, yeah. back. <laughs> top, top of the round, get the damage done. Right. While he's doing that, does anyone know, when you critical with a heavy blade, is is it just an additional weapon damage? No, it's additional three weapon damage at epic tier. tier. Uh, both Harezes are bloody, and so the then the rest of the snakes, the, the snake bags... That one dies immediately. I just did seven. Oh. Charge forward as the one uh, charges towards Ren. I, yeah, okay, but I'll still need to roll its thing, so okay. let me keep it there. Oh, yeah, good uh, he just got next to me. Yes, and then. he explodes. Yeah, as he put the death thing. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he's don't, still it's important to be able to don't these things. steal my flavor. Well, we're not doing flavor because I'm just resolving the mechanics right now. So <laughs> you get your flavor. You get your flavor nice. Get your mom's flavor. Flavor out the door. So we've got uh, one, two, three, four, and then this dude who... Um, all right, so I've got two versus Hugh, uh, one of the other things versus Ren, and then one versus uh, Brandis. So he actually charges here. Nice. Oh, you did that, Steve. Okay, so... Hey, I, got, I got two effects on quarry. it. I got the quarry, and I got the... Here are the two snake bites versus Hugh, a 30 and a 35. Uh, Minus... Oh, not because of the AC. Oh, uh, the 35 will hit. Okay, it'll be 16 damage for the hit. 
Okay. Uh, the one versus uh, Brandis is going to be a 36 versus AC. That's right, 37 versus AC. Oh, yeah. That, is. Uh, that oh. does hit. Okay. Because oh, he, he charged. So 16 damage. Right. Boom. And then the one for Ren is a 40 versus Fortitude. Fortitude. Uh, Close to your defense. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. It's a 28, so. Wait, hang on. But how does that work? Wait, wait. I said hang on. figuring something out. Oh, wait, it's a no action. It's not interrupted. Okay, good. Yeah, so it's a 40 versus Fortitude. It is 9 damage and ongoing 15 poison damage. Holy Jesus. Sands. That's rough. My thing is still on poison. You got that? Yeah. Yeah, you killed him, and uh, when it, it when it burst open, when the lightning bolt burst open, so the snake, snake, this snake bag charges towards Ren as his lightning slippers zap it on the approach, preventing it from being able to bite. But it just tears or open snakes. the... Bag of uh, the bag of flesh as the snakes pour forward onto Ren and start biting as he feels the venom moving into his veins. Snake boomer. A note. Yeah. Um, Aurora had done her thing and just got pulled. Correct. Yes. So these were all still marked. Yeah. So. So I took a minus two. They would have taken the minus two to the attack. Did that get included? Uh, yeah, minus two. Did not get included. So I didn't get hit then because it just barely met my defense. They would all die. What that affects everybody? Yeah, it's a mark. Mm. I thought it's you could not, do that to uh, one person. Yeah, we've had, never had it come up where it's that many. It's that many. Yeah, it's for let each. It be, let it be. It is for each. So as <coughs> and we've always figured out that, that is that happens after because there's no timing, right? So it's a reaction. It just says that it happens. So on each. Of the flesh bag spidery things, did you get missed by one? So you got the. I got hit by one. It's actually minus two from that. So you're <clears> oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, my AC is 34. I, I, <laughs> oh, okay. So. Yeah, you're in my boat. Do it on the one that has bomb at 13. So. As the snake bags are all charging Hugh and, and Brandis, the. Uh, you go ahead and describe the, uh, the challenge just tearing them apart. Well, what is challenge is not the, the flesh, but the snakes inside. So what happens is the moment they start attacking, they, are, they explode with radiant light. These, these snakes are just exploding out of these corpses, which is almost grosser than uh, them just popping Grossly out after, after it's been cut. Uh, so it's, it's almost like a little light explosion in there. Snakes go flying. They're all singed and uh, twitching on the ground. However, they do still make their attacks. Two couple, against Hugh. Uh, I gotta do some more. So two against Hugh, yeah, one against good. Brandis. Versus Fortitude, 28, 34, and 32. Uh, yeah, plus two. This two is the minus two as well. Still I marked. got the minus two in there. Minus and two the still in there. Plus two to your defense. Plus two to the defense. You can get that one. So they both missed me then. Alright, and one against Brandis. Cool, man. Misses. Good old man. And then one versus Aurora because he's actually in range. Forty versus forty-two. That probably hits. Oh yeah. Nine damage, ongoing fifteen poison. So as it as it tears poison. them open, the snakes fly out and bite with their last bit of life, and then fall to the ground, all singed with their energy. So go ahead and remove all of those spiders. Dum 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 dum. Did yeah, this one? Un- is actually attacking anyone? Nope. He's just floating out here. Okay. Uh, and dumb. I'm just going to remove the dead corpse because it could be confusing. Well, have you left it. Yeah, that's confusing. So it is now Aurora. Yeah. Okay. 
here. And you see the Marleth up front as it has drawn its six scimitars uh, from its six arms, and you see its snake-like lower uh, lower half. Clearly, it is most likely the one commanding these snake uh, fleshbacks as it turns, but it is the slowest to react, uh, being furthest away, had not heard it, had not heard the combat at the very beginning. It looks back, and you see her fury on her face as she looks ready to charge into battle. She's also marked marked to me. Aurora is (laughs) first. Yeah. Okay, a couple things happen. Actually, three things happen. Um, First thing, she activates her uh, minor, minor action daily power, Astral Splendor, which gives her a... Minus two penalty to the attack rolls made against her until she's bloodied. Okay. Which isn't going to happen. And then she does the next. Part and, oh, uh, a burst one. Let's see, we have you two. Good. It's for you guys. Uh, till the end of the encounter, each target gets a power bonus to damage rolls equal to plus seven. Yeah. Until. So, uh, Brandis and Daleman, that's important. Until end of the encounter, you get plus seven to your attack rolls. Plus seven. Damage rolls. No. This one, this no. One also oh, yeah, it is damage rolls. Damage Sorry. Rolls. That that's that's a different thing. That one's also tough? I think he, I think he did. Okay. That was, Why that that's on my mind is that her last thing, so she did minor, minor. This is her standard action. Uh, close burst one. Each enemy in the burst, is it's an attack, but the, the effect is... Uh, so it's just one. It's just a student. Uh, sure. Okay. The Nobly. Okay. You can go into a square, right? Hmm? If you want. Uh, she, she, she she use, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so actually it won't attack him. Just right. Him. Just not yeah. I thought there was a minion, but I guess I killed it. It died, so I've got to take it off. You already killed that one. Okay, that awesome. is a fuck. A thirty-three versus a thirty-three very well might hit. Versus fortitude. Oh, that is close up. Uh, 33 versus Fortitude on Nobly Spider is off by one. Uh, then she will use Insightful Repost. Alright, so it hits. And hit with it. Is that your whole turn? Not gonna action point? You want me to? No, I'm just making sure. No, I'm not gonna action point yet. Uh, so these are the important things to keep in mind. If you're within a burst one, you currently have a plus six to your attack rolls till the end of my of my next turn, and you have a plus seven to all your damage rolls till the end of the encounter. Gotcha. So you got mm. seriously buffed, and that spider took some damage, which I will roll later. Cool. Uh, so what what happens here is I'm next. Yeah. No. No. What I described were three things happening, but what actually happened was just a single brilliant. Uh, arc of light that just kind of came from the hammer, moved actually through the two allies and through them. Warming us. Well, it, it almost is Damn like a warm. focusing effect, bouncing off of you guys and actually targeting this guy. Uh, almost like acting as a like a physical blade, just tearing through some of the limbs and up the thorax. This guy is not looking very happy. <clears throat> and why would he? He's about to get raped. So make sure to add your 13 damage on that, too. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I forgot. So, with this new combat system before whoever goes next, can I request that when somebody does a big hit, like if if Hugh does like 150 damage or something like that, I always kind of like to know when people get big hits. Mm -hmm. Can you announce that? 
Yeah, the person who does it could certainly, uh, I mean, I, if you want me to. Just because, I mean, huge hits yeah. coming up. If it's a huge hit <laughs> and it's like, wow, yeah. Brandis hit for this much. Like, it would just be, because I like knowing what people do. <coughs> it's tactically useful. Um, Bloody information is going to be important, too. Yes. Uh, eventually, when I finally get around doing encounter manager, basically going to have all the defenses and all the hit points just be completely visible. Um, probably displayed on the TV. Because basically you've gotten enough wondrous items and such, and those are trivial enough that you can like lens all the guys to see their hit points. The, it, it makes it easier if people know what it is. They can tack, they can do tactics faster. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's more interesting. She cool. didn't attack you yet, did she? Not yet. Okay. But I suspect she will. Right now. Um, is this Spider One or Spider Two? The guy I just attacked. Knobly Spider. I've been calling it Knobly Spider or okay. White Spider. Knobly. He's nobbled. Nobbled. Alright, so then the Marleth slithers on over to Hugh as she charges with a scimitar attack. Here it is with the minus two uh, and a plus one for charge. That'll be a 36 versus AC. Uh, that's with the minus two and the plus one? Yep. That what about your plus two? That's AC. Oh, I always forget that that's so that hits. not a nab. That will be um, that'll be thirty-seven damage. Thirty-seven damage. Hot damn! Anybody want to take that for me? Media reaction. <laughs> um, Survivor's <laughs> armor. It is an option. Sure. Uh, you're within five squares of me. No, no, no. no, I, no, no I've got my own thing. I can give it to anybody who's willing. Oh, I love five. How much? How much damage? She's, she's within six. Doesn't matter. It's his thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. How much damage? Uh, that much. Thirty-seven. Uh, I'll lose my nads. Brandis will take it! Thank there you, we go. Brandis! Doesn't everybody just ask me directly? I have nothing to do with this. 37 damage? I want to. Only 35 because my ridiculous. It doesn't make us feel bad if you volunteer, though. <laughs> I can't. So, really how much damage does the Marlith take for ignoring the mark? Um, she's not marked because. Yeah, marked. Uh, at her turn. Oh, Aurora's yeah. turn already happened. Never mind. You're not within and five. She had attack her I take it. Oh, that was a really nice because yeah. it was a surprise You're round. It would have affected on that turn. Right. So it's not a so, minus two. Alright, gotcha. Which doesn't matter because he hit. He got I'll hit. use my belt. You have your temporary hit points. Yeah, true. Sorry. Okay. So you take it. How much is it? 37? Okay. 37 damage. Alright. Then as the Marla uh, uh, slices in, what, how does the armor work? What happens? Uh, I ignored that. I didn't do it because he's within five, so I couldn't actually do it. Um, but he does activate his belt of raging endurance to mitigate some of the damage. Um, as he essentially, which Q just becomes, the belt activates and he becomes enraged. And he can just sort of soak it for a little bit. And, Ignoring uh, the blow temporarily. The Marlis seems to feed on this rage as she becomes angry. And then you see with all six arms, she starts swinging in in a flurry of blows as she uses her action point and then uses a uh, a power called Weapon Dance. And here you go. Maybe time oh, I should have what? used Who's a totally different immediate oh, reaction. Oh, this will be Q. So this will be 33, oh, 48, 43, 44, 43 versus AC. Is that a single attack? Yeah. Is that a single attack? I totally used the wrong power. I should have just moved away. So time for a disruptive strike. It's all yeah. done. <laughs> I fucked that one up. Damn, man. Big. strike. Uh, I'm gonna interrupt it. All of them? There's also one more on top of that. Okay. I'll leave it up there. So let me just roll my. Let me just roll this and we'll just see what we're doing. That's an 18. Yeah, that'll hit. So it's minus 6 to all those attacks. Um, As as Merlith closes on 
on cue from behind. Damon catches their snaky, uh, snaking her way across the battlefield and taking a, a, a particularly offensive stance, poising her scimitars. Damon recognizes this particular uh, scimitar uh, stance, only he usually doesn't see one person do it three times. And realizing the amount of shitstorm that's about to fall on Hugh, Damon as grabs with two fingers his, his, his dagger that's hidden under his cloak and just turns and flicks it straight at the Marilis' throat. Because she only has one of those, fortunately. Boom! Trying to uh, to land a, uh, a crafty, crippling blow. Alright, so I'll give you the damage on that. So what's the adjustment to the attacks? So, minus six to all those attacks, and I take an opportunity attack from the Nobly Spider since that's a ranged attack that I did. Uh, from the Nobly Spider, but not the other one? Um, well, it's just, I, I'm, I uh, make yeah. a ranged attack. Because so. you don't actually, because Nobly Spider's dead. Oh. It is? I'll describe that in a second. Okay. Yes, it is. Well, what? perfect. See the Nobly Spider fall before him. Damon, of course, turns his back, going to one knee and just flicking a dagger across the battlefield, straight uh, at the at the uh, the throat of the poised Merilith. Okay, and I'll do the attack. Okay, oh, so do you, Hugh, do you what, remember the all the bonuses to damage and attack? Yeah, I'll get that. Thank okay. you, Hugh. Don't forget the this. how many of those attacks hit at minus six? At minus six, um, still all of them except for one. Damn, twenty-seven misses. Uh, no, yeah, twenty-seven. My AC is thirty-five. Okay, so four of those hit, plus there's one more on top of all that. Which minus six? Which is a forty-four, and then minus six. So yeah, he rolled he well. So here, we have to do each damage separately. I'm just going to tell you what they are. Okay. Are ready? So the first one is five total hits. First one is 23 damage. Okay. Next one is 27 damage. Okay, 27, okay. Next one is 29 damage. Okay. Next one is 29 damage. Okay. And this should be the fifth, I think. There's not actually a crit, so let me reroll that. 22 damage. Okay. I should still probably be alive. <laughs> And it shifts around. Okay. Maybe. I'll be alive. Maybe unconscious. We'll check here in a second. As she attacks. Oh. I so again. fucked that up. I should have used my other immediate reaction, which lets me shift away she as soon as adjacent. someone moves adjacent. And I would have avoided all of that. But I fucked it. It's okay. Alas. Well, uh, I haven't used that one before. Won't get you out it's this. newish. Okay, I need to add all what I just took. I so. wish you were a little closer. Man, I could have yeah. taken all that if you, had, if you were just one square closer. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, Alright, so that was the marvelous weapon dance as she slithered around him as she swung in and attacked multiple times. 18 damage for the attack. Uh, Marla took 18 damage for the 30, for that the and also took damage for going adjacent to Ren. How much is that? Yeah, it was the 9 to dagger attack. I, oh, yeah, I always forget when it's on a minion. He was up next, but he's probably going to need to figure out his health. Yeah, I may be unconscious here, so 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. Plus four is fourteen. The spider's dead. Thirty. Damn it! Strikes true, and the dagger glances across the the throat, slicing it, causing a drizzle of blood to begin yeah. to pour down the Marilis so, demonic breast. As all this is happening, Hugh, as Aurora's radiant uh, explosion tears apart the uh, tears apart the Horas that has the cage on its back, and as it falls to the ground, the cage. Okay, falls over sideways, die. and you Ooh. see the three—you uh, see the three people you saw in there fall to the ground as the cage tilts and falls, and one of them lands Are on the okay? other ones. 
Oh, they look hurt, but, uh, you know, because they just fell they from the back the of a large, of a huge creature. Uh, the wrangles are did not fall into a thing. Into okay. the pit. I am at negative seven hit points. Negative All right. seven. Shit. So, he was down. Roll your death saving throw. Because it's my turn it's now? Turn? Yep. Joy. Okay. This isn't mine. Uh, I don't need any bonuses to this one. Let's see. Uh, 14 plus 2 is 16 plus heroic effort pops me back up, I think. What's heroic effort? Another 4? Yeah. Alright. Well, you gotta describe that. <laughs> you did um, a kip up. What happens when you get a 20 and day saving? You use your second wind? No, you uh, just spend a healing surge. Spend a healing surge and pop back up again? Okay. Well, you, you're prone, but. Yeah. Still prone? Uh, Hugh blinks out for a moment, but he is not a man who is eager to throw off his mortal coil. <laughs> and it takes quite a bit uh, to uh, get him to finally give up. So, even as he is unconscious, his body refuses to go out of the fight. Um, for he has reasons to live. Alright, Brandis, you're up. So he is alive. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So I did a whole bunch of rolls. I'll just say the dramatics. Randis uses Storm of Blood. It's a 45 hit. 45, yeah. A 33, which is against the spider thing. This is against the big spider guy. Okay. Dead man walk. 33, we have plus 6 to attack from Aurora, is that correct? Yes, you yeah. do. So a 39 inches AC would hit. Yeah, for one turn. 39, yeah. Uh, a critical would hit? Yeah. Would a 35 hit? No, by one. Yeah. Would another 35 misses? Um, a 44. A, 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 a whatever, 51 would that hit. Okay. <coughs> Brandis comes in. I rolled very well. Oh, take damage. Brandis comes in. Actually, I should just ask you: Would one hundred and ninety-eight damage plus fifty-six damage kill it? Three times over. <laughs> Boom! Kill it. All guys. right. Brandis comes in. He's he, that would have killed it at full health. Yeah. See, after what? that other spider died, I, didn't, I thought these Moses. guys were like huge overkill. tanks. <laughs> I still. Still, I'm, I'm hey. happy I used it on this guy. Brandis comes in. He doesn't. Need to, he has already charged in. There's no momentum here. Brandis yeah, then just continues the strike and sweeps as another leg gets chopped. And as it falls and screeches, Brandis chops off another leg, which brings its front side close enough for Brandis to slash it at the gut, leap up, and grab the open wound and plunge the sword deep into the chest of the... Juarez. Um, whose wound then you see quickly dissolving the tough hide of the creature as the digester does its work. It's like slowly oozing down the body. It's like crushing. The 250 damage. That was the back to back storm blow. 250 damage? It was two storm blows with a critical threat on there. Holy shit. Can I I just say? See, roll the damage in advance is really helpful, so. That is the. I was saying, I think that's the single going. biggest damage. And then she was like, yeah, everyone gets yeah. plus seven damage and plus six. That is the <laughs> single biggest damage of the entire, like, level one Our through career. 21. Yeah. That's it. New peaks. One 250. Round. Six attacks, but one, one round. I don't think Ren Do actually has the capability of doing that much. 
Even if he crits on his biggest thing. Can I just say, my immediate reaction that Bell's Rage Nears was the absolutely worst thing I could have done. <laughs> Not only did it do absolutely nothing for me, you could have but I get resist team, resist 15, but then I take 10 at the end of my next turn. So I popped up and then took 10 damage. I'm just gonna I'm basically gonna come in and do a twin strike. I'm gonna do a healing word on Hugh. Uh, to get him up with the minor action, and then my twin strike will be. Good idea. That was, ugh. It was almost a twenty. It was one and an eight. So it's going to be the highest. The one was a one, and the other one is going to be a a thirty-three. You still have your bonus. Thirty-three versus the Maryland. That's no, that's right. Thirty-nine versus Maryland. That'll hit you. Um, and the other one was a natural one, unfortunately. All right. So. Um, and then you're going to do the healing? Yeah. So, so have you rolled the healing for him? I haven't rolled, but I'll, I'll just do the describe and do the rolling for him. Okay, cool. Cool. So, um, Damon kind of seeing this kind of onslaught yeah. as the Merilith yeah. just bowls through Hugh, kind of putting a slash after slash on uh, on the ranger as he falls. Damon just pushes off the ground and in two loping strides covers the distance. The wind that, that expands is kind of... Uh, kind of Split colors is a little bit of a yin and yang effect as like the radiant half of the of the kind of vortex kind of goes to to cover Hugh and recover some of his wounds, while the other kind of much much darker side kind of becomes very thin and quick as it starts slashing at the Merilith. The winds themselves are what parry the the six swords of the Merilith, and then it's, it's Damon's own blades that come in to do damage on uh, on the uh, Merilith's lower snake half as Damon begins to try to. Uh, Slow it down and, and carve up some of the uh, the tough scales on its lower uh, abdomen. Turn over. Okay, Ren is going to shift here, and we're gonna cast Thunder Summons. This is going to go. Is that minion still alive? Right there. Uh, this one. It's knocked over. Is he still alive? Or is no. He no, no I, he got knocked over by me. Yeah, okay, still so alive, he's, right? He's yes. still there. He's there. Okay. Oh. So, this is going to go search. after both of them. First one will be against the Merilith. This is going to be 39 versus Will. That hits. And against the Minion, 36 versus Will. That'll also hit. Okay, so Minion's gone. So, um, as... That's your whole thing? Yeah, that's going to be my whole thing. Okay. So it's useful to declare so the next person can Okay, yeah, whole thing... So as who is next? Uh, Ren. Oh, I mean, this whole thing is happening so fast. Ren kind of looks around, and there's just dead bodies everywhere. And as he looks around, he sees that only the Merilith and one scared to death minion is left standing, quaking in his boots. So he turns around, sees the flailing arms of the Merilith. Merilith hops backwards and immediately thrusts forth winds and thunder blasts in the direction of the Merilith. Knocking it off balance slightly and um, yeah, doing damage to it. So, nice. alright, I have to roll my save. You're gonna roll damage. Uh, 43 versus AC, does that hit? That will hit. Alright, so there you go. Aurora seeing Hugh fallen in battle Mm -hmm. and he pops up and then he falls down again. She doesn't know what happened. She she endeavors to save him and punish the creature that harmed him. And 
she vanishes in a burst of light. You actually kind of see a trail of silver just rocketing toward this thing. He materializes where she was standing, and as she materializes, you see she's got something in her hand. It's a... It's maybe like a foot-long platinum spike. It's covered in these really gorgeous uh, draconic runes that are glowing slightly, and as she kind of materializes simultaneously, jams it into the uh, upper chest of this creature, taking her hammer with her other hand, slams it further in, and as the hammer connects with this spike, it explodes, doing a ton of radiant damage on the creature and marking it. Spike. Feeling it. Alright. And that 30 was from that attack. Mm Mm-hmm. Alright, do you get your plus 7 damage too? I don't get my own plus 7. There, there, there are a lot of people who share paladins like that. Yeah, not, not with a um, <laughs> paladin. No one's missed the Marilith, right? I've missed the Marilith for one of my, one of my twin strikes. Uh, when one of the, uh, when Dalen moves in with one of the twin strikes, the Marilith um, uh, with one of its six arms, just practically not even looking that direction, just takes a quick jab in at Damon, taking advantage of the uh, taking advantage of the the missed attack. Is that before uh, I marked it? Like twenty eight damage. Yeah. That was before. Okay. Yeah. Damon tries to keep the whirling blades at bay with his own blade, wind blades, so but he can, the the physical versus the incorporeal Pop-up. sometimes doesn't work out. So. The Marilith turns to meet Aurora's challenge as she strikes in twice quickly. Bring it on! With uh, her Shroud of Steel. That would be a 43 and a 43 versus AC. Alright. You gotta give the Marilith a little bit. Alright, so one of them is 34 damage. The other one is 31 damage. So a total of 65 damage. Alright, well, she also has that plus, chews through my temporary hit points. She also has plus 6 to her AC until the end of her next turn. Aww. So how much damage total? 60 what? 65 from two sources. 65. Okay. And he was up uh, because the Marilith, she used her she just used a standard. She bloodied. She's not bloodied. All right, that's it. Hugh is up. And Brandis. <laughs> cool. Hugh. Uh, kind of shaken and stirred there a little bit, uh, but reinvigorated by Damon's stealing winds, does a whole bunch of things before he makes descriptions. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> whole bunch of things. So it happens. So uh, stands up. Corey's the Marilith. On some Which sword would you dropping. like to quarry? They're all crossed. Uh, he's going to use Pounding Barrage. So first one is... This is plus. So I'm not anywhere near. Pounding attack modifiers. Sorry. Pounding Barrage. Just plus one then. So that's going to be 10. Uh, 37 AC. For the first attack? 37 AC, you said? Yes. Oh, no, not even close. She has a plus 6 to her AC, right? She's got a plus 6 to her AC. No, you don't have the bonus That's a shit. They're probably all going to miss then. That's unfortunate. Um, So, first one misses then. So, second one's going to be lower. Yeah. Third one is going to be... So, 10... uh, Was it 37 plus 2? So, 39? Nope. 
Not even close again. Forty-four. Forty-four. Fuck me. Okay, then he action points. Boom. Uses pinning strike, which then gets a thirteen plus. That's forty-three. And then the last one misses again, and that is one less, so that we're all complete misses. That was well, five in a row. Bonuses now, right? Yes. Maybe. Yeah, no. Actually, one, two, three. So that one should have gotten a three. Plus four. Oh, that one I actually have hit. Hang on. That was miss, miss, miss. Forty. Thirty. Forty even plus four. It's 44. Just enough. Just enough to hit. She's basically, she's attacking Aurora with two of her scimitars and using the other four uh, defensively to uh, to lock. She's really good at multitasking. And then the one after that will be less. So that one will miss, unless that does something to hitting her. Alright. And that will miss. Okay, so... She is now dying, quarried, and... Because she's got the action point action on her. um, For the tattoo. You got the oh, little token yeah. for that. Boom, thanks. Um, I'll give you damage in a second. She's also immobilized until the start of my next turn. Nice. Oh, the yeah. strike. That was the one that actually hit. Better write all this down on the sheet. Oh, that card was a bidding strike. Well, I hate the it. one that actually hit. Yeah, that guy's run away. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not, I love it when you immobilize them. You can describe it to Or do you want to? Okay, so that's. You're doing math. You're doing math. Oh, describing, yes. Um, Sorry about that. So, uh, Hughes stands up, takes a look at her defenses, sees that they're rather high, but is compelled to attack anyway, and just lets loose barrage of arrows. Uh, but her swords are, for the most part, too much that he can bear as they're reflected one after another. He finally gets one through, which sort of uh, gets her lower down, hindering her movement, but then she's able to block yet another one. As he is frustrated by this, um, but he knows he's got her good, and she can't get away now. Now you may go. You okay there, bud? I'm okay. <laughs> um, I'm assuming a 38 AC does not hit. Does yeah. not. It's a 44 yeah. AC. Hit. No, I'm sorry. It's a 30. A 42. 42 does not. Do you have the bonus? Off by two. The bonus um, 42. Uh, sorry, 42 was with heroic effort. Charging is 45, and I realize the dying token, 47. Well, yeah, 44 is the target, so... Oh, I didn't even hear that. The target. Yeah, 44 is the target. Brandis Hicks! With a charge, yeah, basic attack. Uh, Fuck yeah. Alright, Gammon is up next. It's so. on a 44 HC. Nice. <laughs> Don't forget your plus 7 to damage rolls. Yeah, I'll read that. Oh, yes. It's a roll, too. Did you so. make any attacks that missed? Me? Yes. No, that was just an uh, addition from Heroic Effort. Okay. So are you doing your flip? Oh, I'm sorry. I figured I was just doing the math here. Um, yeah, Brannis comes in, um, and uh, it's one of those things where each of those little additions is one more thing that Brannis is able to get past. And in this case, it's mind. the number of weapons that the Merilith has brought up. She sees him coming. Instead of bringing all six up to block... 
She brings a few of them up, but with Branson's heroic effort and the aid of Hugh's attack there and the blessings from... And the quarry. And the quarry. All that goes in, and Brandis just breaks through. It doesn't chop off the blades, but pushes them through her defenses as a deep gash goes down her shoulder, and you see the wound slowly spreading as it burns with poison and acid. There's poison and acid. Oh, oh my. Up top with poisoning a snake. Yes. Uh. Awesome. Snake's like... Yep. Friends on deck. Um, I assume that poison damage I was taking was save ends. Is that yes. correct? Yes. Okay. Dan was just gonna kick it in the gear. So everyone else gets a. He's gonna he's gonna hit it with a quarry for one damage bonus. How much bonus do you get? He's gonna inge- invoke his promise of storm for another damage bonus. Um. Oh, I have an And he's about to do a twin strike. She will roll. He knows he needs a lot, but we'll just see. It's not going to be enough, I don't think. So, the highest one he's going to give... I got plus three, right? Combined with these two? Mm-hmm. Yes. 16 plus 27. 36. Nope, it's not going to be enough. It's going to be 43, actually. Is that a melee attack? Yeah. So, when Daowen strikes... Or go ahead and describe uh, her getting a counterattack on you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Daowen... Is just finding it uh, difficult to to uh, to defeat this foe as he uh, as he as he kind of attacks her with with his weapons in very kind of strategic and and uh, rapid blows. He just finds her committing multiple weapons to locking up his sword, and then with the remaining arms, just strikes him with her own blades. And we have a situation where Damon's arms are, are locked. Uh, with some of her blades, and she's slashing with her free arms, and then Damon's slashing all around at him, uh, her with with his uh, uh, with his swirling sharp winds, and they're just sitting there, kind of locked in combat, staring each other eye to eye as they both become shredded uh, more and more as the time passes. So the thirty-eight does hit, and um, she takes uh, twenty-four damage. Oh, just for missing. For the two misses and then the end of the turn bonus. So after uh, Brandis' attack, she is bloody dead. You got the damage up there for you. Ren is up. Aurora's on deck. <clears throat> okay, Ren is going to do a closed blast five, but he's going to angle it in just such a way that it hits the Merilith and not the other three. Nice. Because he can do that from right oh, there. Oh, you hit the trail mix. Uh, the trail mix has high resistance. Okay, so... That's going to be a crit. Nice job. Okay, so. Crit chocolate. uh, Ren, and that's going to be the only thing Ren does. So Ren, uh, Ren calls forth more thunder. I mean, he called this this cloud out of nowhere in the sky at the beginning, and it's just he's been pulling energy from it. And as the lightning and thunder has been striking all around, he gathers all of the remaining energy that he can from around it and focuses it at the Merilith, causing an incredibly loud crack of thunder to happen right centered on the Merilith that uh, just the sound alone deafens it and shakes it to its very core. And uh, it's now actually deafened until... (laughs) Until uh, the end of my next turn. Sneak away! Sneak! <laughs> no. So, uh, no, so that's that, sneaking. and let me roll the damage on that and let you know. Um, mm-hmm. Does she still have her defensive thing up, looks like? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Me? Yeah. She, you can basically depend on her having it up at all times. 
Okay. Ooh, this um, standard attack. The, the plus six. Eight, cool. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a, an effect. Uh, seeing her reel from the lightning damage, Q takes a shot. Solid fucking one. That's the time to have a one, not on daily. All right, so you're adding up all your damage. All right. It was a crit, is that right? Yeah. So Aurora is up and Merlis on deck. Does a 40? So Q snaps an arrow at it, but again, yes. deflected. Excellent. Then this hits. Fun times. Uh, that's 22 damage for you. I guess Grace obviously. Okay. I'll just write it down. Uh, so she attacks this thing. Basically, instead of hitting it or doing anything like that, she reaches out her hand and the uh, spike that was embedded in her reforms and shoots back into her hand. And as it does so, it's actually reforming through her skin because it's shattered. And now it's going back through all those wounds, doing yeah. more damage, reforming, shoots back into her hand like a, like a magnet. Zwam! Rora now has that... Um, to play with again. And then she shifts back here and does a minor action second wind. And as an additional... You can shift as a minor action because I'm next to her and you're next to her. I forgot to say too, it's blind. Because of my okay. Sorry. Oh, nice. Oh, blind. So, cool. That's a minor action. Shifting is a minor action. I, I, like, I like shifting. So you can shift the twice reason that she, oh yeah, then she does. She shifts back twice, and the reason that she shifts back twice. Or you can shift and move if you want. Shift with your minor, and then move with your move action. If you want yeah. To okay. Here's here's why. Because she can't make an attack that doesn't include me now. Yeah. So if I run, sure. She's gonna. She's not gonna Go be able to. Or whatever. Okay. Oh, whatever. So how about? She's also immobilized. So shift away. Oh, she's immobilized. At the moment. Oh, so you split your, your, your mechanics and flavor, right? Yeah. So um, you, you can shift away just, and then just go. I wanted you to want. do that after because in case she had a reaction to shifting, I didn't want to do it prematurely. Okay. Right, but you just do all the mechanics first. And then I, flavor. Where, where are you trying to end this, up right this now? This isn't a flavor thing. This is mechanics. Um. So that's your minor, and then you have a move. To I just want her to have to move as far as possible. Two, three, four, five. Why don't you stay ahead? Hang with you. No, I don't want. I don't want to bring her to you. Oh, but I think you're defending you. That's fine. Um, it doesn't matter. You're in open ground, so just yeah, you're right far. There. There. That's perfect. Okay. Right there. Um, also, because uh, she did her uh, her heal, she's back to full, which means you have your your uh, defenses. How did you uh, heal? My uh, second wind, of course. Uh, but you used a minor to shift and then a move, oh, so you don't have any action left to second wind. Well, I did that first. So. Gotcha. Oh. All right. As if I would want yeah. to move far more far. than... Yeah, and then was that an encounter power? Uh, 22 damage. Alright, so it is her turn and bloodied, just dripping with uh, spider blood, and you see gashes all over she her. She has spider blood? Her, I mean, sorry, I keep saying spider, I mean snake. It's like snake blood, and like her, the scales of the snake part of her body are just all torn up and bent and sliced and cut. And you see bits of scales on the ground. Really gross. And there's just blood pouring it's everywhere. Disgusting. She's got these huge gashes through her body, but she's got this infernal blood that runs through her. Uh, abyssal, abyssal demonic blood that uh, runs through her. She's able to keep moving despite appearing to have wounds that would fell any, uh, any human. As... She's invigorated by this as you see that she's enraged and turns her full attention on Aurora. It looks like she can't even see anybody else. It's as if Aurora and her are in mono a e mono mono a mono 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 and mono mono a mono. How did Aurora get so close? And so she didn't have. Is immobilized. She second winded. 
She's um. It, what? She's, she's immobilized until the start of my next until the start oh, of my turn. Well, she's large, so I think she has yeah, million too. So she just yeah. actually stays where she is. I had hoped I was far enough. No worries. That's fine. And walk back in there. As her weapon dance is recharged, she strikes in with all six scimitars. As she can't move her snake body tethered to the ground, she just swings at the furthest of her reach, trying to slice Aurora with the tips of all of her scimitars. Just tip. Dance versus what? This it will be against a bunch of against AC. And then we're all, all uh, six of them right here. Just to see how it feels. I'll do all five. Damn. Sure. Here you go. I like the chalk. Thank you, sir. That's yeah. a 30. Yeah. So it's a 41. Interrupt. Interrupt. Okay. Uh, immediate interrupt. You are, you are hit by an attack targeting AC or reflex that AC. The 41 definitely hits. Okay. Um, I get a plus two power bonus to the targeted defense, AC, for the triggering attack, and I can spend a healing surge. All right. Okay. Well, if you do it against the first one, your healing surge won't help you because you're at full hit points. So maybe you want to do it against the second one. Ugh, but then I'll get hit twice. Well, you're okay. still gonna take all the hits. You decide decide which way you're gonna do it. Um, let's do it on the second attack. So okay. I'll take one of those damages. The forty-eight. The first one does twenty-six damage. Okay, so twenty-six. And, and then, then to... are you saying it's a you have a? Well, you handle your own AC. So the next hits are 48, 36, 31, 41. Let's see, plus two. So I actually have a plus four to all my defenses right now, practically, because it's a minus two to you and a plus two for me. So. My 37 is actually... 41. 41. She doesn't have a minus 2 to attacks. Uh, she does. Astral Splendor. Astral Splendor gets a minus 2. Uh, so that's a 41, so only the one attack that I let hit hit me. What, 48's got it. The other one interrupted. Yeah. Well, interrupted, but you still got hit. Oh, you do. Okay, so two of those hit. But the 36, the 31, and the 41 all, all do not hit? Correct. Okay, and there's one more attack because it's actually 6. Okay, but, but um, the damage for the other one? I'll get it after I do all the attacks. The last one is 31 versus AC, which does not hit. Does not hit. Cool. So that second attack that does hit is 37 damage. 37 damage. Okay, and hold on. Um, so then I'll do that on my own, and I think I don't have anything else. Oh, I get six resist all when I spend a healing surge, so this one resists six. Got it! And that's until the end of probably... Till my turn? Till the end of my next turn? For what? Um, it doesn't say when. It just says... Because virtu- you got a summary there, you got to tell me the name, so I can look Virtuous recovery. But it doesn't matter, because Hugh... Fucking kills it. Go ahead and give your flavor of finishing her off. She's... You have all five of you, and she does not have enough hit points. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. <clears throat> he's inevitable. Hugh, it. Uh, seeing as she... At the beginning of her turn, she begins to move again as she lurches towards Aurora, enraged. Uh, her guard dropped slightly as her direction is turned, or her attention is turned. As Hugh finally uh, sends one clean shot uh, right into her chest, and he's fought Marilis before, and he knows where their heart is. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's right. And just she lurches towards Aurora, she just stops, and then drops, and rolls a little bit. Uh, like the little snake, you're like, that's so hurt. As the final twang of combat echoes out in every direction, not really, not really not anything to echo off of, the silence of the place is almost overwhelming after the, uh, the struggle of combat. There's some gurgling and choking of one of the, uh, one of the Jarez's over the side, but other than that, 
the three guys in the cage were staying uh, very quiet so as not to attract attention. And they're kind of looking around now to see that uh, silence has fallen in the area to make sure that who the victors are here. And looking around, you see in every direction the same sight that you'd seen from your cart. Um, mountain ranges off in the far distance and uh, not a living soul in sight other than uh, you three guys. <clears throat> three guys in the cage. Hopefully they're still alive. Brandis immediately boom, takes off his helmet. Or let's so, see uh, three people out of the cage. Looks around and says... <laughs> as, uh, sorry, let do Brandis do his thing first and then we'll go Aurora. I can never tell. says... I figured at least one of them would run away. The woman kicks the heavy form of the Marilith and he says, She's not going to run anytime soon. Anywhere. There's no time frame. I don't run. think snakes can run. Well, they can slither really fast. Semantics. Were you, oh, you were being. So far away. So Aurora lets the guys out? Yes. As Aurora heads on over there. Trudge, 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 trudge. She trudges on over there. It's kind of a crunchy sound because of all her armor. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Is the is the ground like barren, kind of crunchy? She sees a pool of what? blood. What? On the ground, looking over as uh, they're already sort of trying to get out of the cage, but one of them is not moving. The little halfling that was so interested in Aurora's. Um, in Aurora's armor, story. armor, or her story, appears to have uh, a jagged rock pierced oh. through his neck as the oh. cage oh. fell to the ground. Oh, uh, he horrible. must have fallen on it and uh, was probably... and bled out pretty quickly. He dead. Oh man, is he dead? Is he beyond saving? Where he says, "Oh yeah, he's he's dead, uh, he's dead or?" I mean, it's just a big, huge open gash on it, or a big, huge uh, hole. In he probably neck. bled out in like well, of course, the that's, six that's, seconds of combat. That's, that's a word's like first thought is is can he be saved? And Ren then looks, it's no. Ren looks at the other two in the cage and says, "Do we have to do everything around here?" Nice. Yes, a flippant no. remark. That's just what these people need. That's just what they're going to get. They start. Did they? Damn human. Damn man. Which one? Or wait, was it a human? What it slowly was it? glides half up. Half elf? Whatever, I guess maybe 50 feet in the air. Because it does that. As he begins to survey the surrounding territory, which has been described to him only in vagueness as can you see part of the frozen north. And he sees this barren kind of desert expanse, and he feels at the same time some sadness and some apprehension, for he cannot identify exactly where in the frozen north. He knows that part of this desert as he gains may very well be his homeland. A little more sight. As he gains a little more uh, vision, he can see that way off to one side, the uh, the horizon appears to just drop off, and, and as the you know as the land moving out in that direction just stops, as if there is is that the way we were going? Nothing more there. No, it's off to the to the side. Couldn't even say which way is east or west. The your natural sense of direction is. Um, Completely thrown off in the. Is there a magnetic pole? The the sun through the uh, the sun through the sky is moving in a, a jagged, almost random uh, pattern. After exhausting some of his flight abilities, he's forced to come back down to ground, and he just shakes his head as he says, "It goes on for miles and miles." Uh, I don't know which direction we're trying to go, or 
where, we, where we're trying to look. But, um, and he looks at the ground and he says, maybe there's some demons around here. Give us some answers. Hmm. Right, so we got these two. I don't know if I'm interested in them. Yeah. Two living guys here. You've barely even spoken to Yeah, we have two, we have two dudes. What kind of stone is this sand from? Aurora thinks about it. What can she tell? Um, well, the first thing you see is as soon as getting these people out, the female half-elf strides over to one of the Horas, starts rooting through the uh, this storage backpack where you had gotten your own weapons from. As she, um, you see her pull a short sword and sheath it onto her belt as they were disarmed just as you were. And, uh, you see her sort of cinch up her leathers, and then she just starts walking off in a direction Wait, away you, from you. Where are you going? She says, I have no business with you. Shouldn't we stick together? No. You didn't seem to do too well on your own. Just saying. I'll do better I'll do better by myself. Less likely to be seen. Please answer some of our questions first. No. Ren says, you're being a little snarky for someone that we just saved your ass. How about you give us two minutes? And answer some questions. She doesn't even turn around. She's Ren just is, jogging in that direction. Ren is, is, is this ever, close to knocking her out with a thunderbolt? Ren is, is, is anyone going to stop her? Or stop him? Er will no. stop her. Dan was waiting. Wait, stop her or stop Ren from waiting, waiting for Ren? She, Ren knocks her down. Uh, Hugh, yeah. Hugh yells out and says, we'll trade for supplies. Just I don't have anything to trade. We need information. We have supplies. Then she stops. Nice. <laughs> and she looks back for a moment. And you see her just sort of considering this while uh, while Sir Dranavon, the, uh, the other guy, also, you know, he's not heading straight there, but he does go over to the pack as you see him pull out a great sword that he sheaths onto, his, uh, onto the holster on his back and you see him get out uh, um, a, a chainmail uh, cowl that he then puts on matching the chainmail that he was wearing. As he said, uh, as he says, unlike the, unlike the half-elf, I think sticking together would be a better plan for me. Um. Almost killed her. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what questions to ask. There are so many things kind um, of... <laughs> Does anyone have an idea of what to ask? Uh, what happened, Hugh what says, happened a month ago? Yeah, Essentially, we, we assume the world's this happened a month ago. Assume we know nothing. What do we need to know? The, his first response is kind of a blank stare, and he, he says, How? Where have you been? He says, uh, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm sorry. But there's not a soul on Toril that would, that would uh, not know what has happened. He says there are other places besides Toril. Teleportation accidents. We saw this event beginning to occur. We awoke after it had now, essentially. He uh, he's kind of cocks his head and he says, "All right, then uh, let's discuss." And he says, "He says nightfall can uh, can happen at any time. We should make a fire." There are some ruins over there. I think he says, "Yes, that should uh, that should keep us hidden from a distance." And he just starts striding over there. Hasten. Follows him. He seems to like this guy. Follows him completely silently. You notice, or I mean, you don't notice because you're used to Hasten, but he uh, you you know, don't doesn't, does not make a sound as he walks you don't notice over Hasten. the train. That's yes. how powerful it is. Yes, that's the thing. You don't notice. You can actually forget that he is with you over 
course of a long period if, of time because he's so completely silent. If you're able to, I know you can't. We can't cast rituals for some reason here, but well, now that there's been a time, a break, a moment for you to sort of catch your breath as you oh. head on over to the ruins, you can feel something distinctly different about uh, about the powers, the arcane power that you wield, and the elemental power that that Daemon taps into, and the divine power that Aurora. Is kind of just ever present in her mind. You and Brennan's bowels, and um, and even just your sort of you know your stability on the ground and and everything. You find that there's something there's something wrong with this power that you wield. Uh, the as you try to tap into any sort of deeper part of of the arcane weave, you find it um it, it like uh, strikes back as you you know you try to. Summon an unseen servant or something something that you do fairly trivially the all the time. The and as you try to kind of concentrate into that and put that blank state into your mind, this sort of madness enters your mind and you find yourself being assaulted as you have to sort of pull out of it. You're able to cast these little cantrips, cantrips to you, fireballs and such, uh, yeah. but anything that requires any more concentration than that threatens to destroy your mind. Uh, even the elemental, uh, just almost everything about this entire place is Disrupting. that way. Is just disrupted. Uh, as they're walking to the... And the half-elf has started coming back towards you and is heading over to the ruins. As the group is walking over to the ruins, Ren tries to uh, tap in with his mental link that he has with some of his superiors and underlings in Avernus to see if he's able to contact them. Nothing? Uh... No, anything you try to do that is deeper concentration than that, you get this assault in your mind. Hmm. So you can't do which. If he calls Tenebrae, does Tenebrae come? Uh, nope. This troubles again right? as he as he even tries to do this. Uh, as he tries to establish this link, you feel this uh, this madness threaten to take over, and you're just forced to to stop because you can feel yourself losing control of your own mind almost instantly. Old Brandis. What? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, he, did he explain? He didn't actually ever answer the question. He just answered the question with a question. Uh, so, well, asked. they're getting all so, settled, and, okay. and he's uh, sort of creating a fire. Sure, he has reason to not answer immediately, but now, can he answer? What happened? He says, it was about a month ago. The world died. Can you be more specific? I mean... He says, would that I could. He looks around and he says, it was sudden. Uh, nobody knows the reason, at least not that I've spoken to. It, one day, it was a day like any other, I was riding along with, uh, with some fellow knights on some official business, and then the world started, uh, the world started quaking. Damon says, are there any places that had, were saved from the, spared from the effects, or at least had different effects? And he kind of gestures around to the barren waste that surrounds them. Anything that you know of? He says, I've been traveling for some time. And then all of a sudden, the female interrupts him. And she says, don't lie. They're asking for information. Damon's been kind of pacing the whole time. He's constantly in movement. There's little kind of dust devils that are swirling up as he, he's just kind of trying to we walk out some of his anymore. frustrations and kind of and his energy. But kind of continues to try to stay engaged in the conversation and listen to what these people are saying. Still wants to go kill some demons. He just kind of looks at her and starts to ignore, and she says, 
He was drunk when the event happened. Stumbling through the woods like an idiot, found a cave. And he just kind of looks, and you can tell by the look that he's was drunk. guilty. That he was, uh, he, he says, All right, yes, I was stumbling through the forest trying uh, to sober up before returning home, and I found a cave when the fires came. Well, you lived. It wasn't an important part of the story. He just kind of glares at the uh, at the female, and then you realize that these two clearly have some sort of rapport that they had um, that you had not noticed before, or perhaps was not uh, evident before. But these two know each other. Ren says, "Perhaps then you have uh, a sure. better, more <laughs> pertinent information for us." Who? He says that to the half elf. He says, "By the way, I didn't catch your name." Either. She says, my name is Canalay. Says, I don't know why I survived. I was, uh, says, I think I was asleep. I woke up in the middle of a burning village until my brother helped me. Oh, so you're a family then? Uh, she says, yes, what's left of what you can call family in this place. (laughs) Where was your village? Uh, uh, she says... A, a place you wouldn't know A small village in the frozen north Hmm They almost said I might know it <laughs> <laughs> Try me <laughs> Once she gives the name okay. Damon does recognize it right. Completely uh Completely unnotable uh, little village But Damon makes it his business to know these places This is Bardell And it is in Northwestern Rashomon he says, "Bad name. That is a small town and very remote. If it goes all that, all, all, all the way to there, I can't, I can't save any hopes for the frozen garden." He kind of clenches a fist in anger, his brow furrowing, and the, the dust kind of begins to fly a little bit more. As the winds so it pick was up. earthquakes and fire. Is that it? Where, Clearly, where, more where has happened. Where did the place yeah. in all of this? Right. It seems the entire uh, natural world here has changed. This used to be a frozen area, and the sun is clearly not right. Yeah, he says yes, and he gestures over to the uh, to the pits in the ground, and he says, "Entire swaths of earth are just missing." Because you can look down and you can see into forever. Uh, uh, he says, "One time, I swear, I saw the other side of the world." Right. He says, "Did the demons?" Seem like the demons are behind us, or did they just take advantage of the chaos? It says the demons have been uh, the demons have been out in many numbers here, but I couldn't say uh, I couldn't say what I've seen. Demon tribes fighting; they're not cooperating. He says that's how demons are. Ren says, "What have you been doing for the last month? What 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 is your purpose right now? Surviving? Surviving? Just on your What's, own?" He says, Obviously the two of you are together. How long says, have you been food, water, and shelter are three things that are uh, in scarce supply right now. How long have the two of you been traveling together? I think for a month. A month. So you met up right after this Their family. You out. missed it. We already went over that. Yes. I rescued my sister from the village she just I, told you about. I didn't catch this. <laughs> <laughs> That's her brother. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it says... Um, Support is- he says, so there's no rumor at all of any place that may have survived the, the destruction or Strange. maybe any sort of kind of bastion of safety or on this 
on the whole planet. And he mumbles under his gods, uh, under his breath. Oh, Where the gods? Where indeed? Where, is this? Where are the devils? Why can't Ren contact his? Why are the demons here? Employer. He's such sharp swords. Those are three very good questions. He says that reminds me. Don't try to uh, don't try to tap into any sort of deeper power reserve you may have. He says, he says, I worship Avandra, but even praying to her at this time can be extremely hazardous. I've seen a man driven mad just uh, just from the simple act of praying to his deity. He says, in these times, it's best to believe in nothing. Yeah, spits on the ground. He says, usually. Hmm. Renan says, it's very strange. Might need, might need to bind her, lest she drive herself mad. It is more than a little bit disturbing to be so separated. Yes. I'm able to do some things, which is at least That's good. Which is at least good. I'm not much of of a paladin if I can't do some Hmm. access. Well the power is some divine access. The power is in you at this point. You have your reserves. So deep. Has um has the effects on the world been progressive, or was it a single event? I mean, did this happen worse. all at once, or is, are things changing and getting worse or something? Just hard to tell. He says, look at the scenery. Would you be able to tell if something got worse day after day? Well, I mean, these Erosion. cracks in the ground, do they seem to be more of them appearing, or is the sun acting more erratically as time goes on, or...? He thinks on that for a minute. He says, never really thought to pay attention. He says... Not that I've noticed. We haven't stayed in any place for uh, for too long, so wouldn't notice any deepening change, or you know, any the conditions getting worse throughout in one location. So Damon slams his hand or his fist into his hand. There's a little kind of crack of lightning, and he says, "If there's one person that survived this shitstorm, it's Cass Dunlin. We should go find him." How do we find him? Speaking stones around. He says, we start by trying. Uh, I think we already tried. <laughs> he says, that's all you got? Yar. Well, I meant the speaking stone. Yeah. yeah, he says, I meant everything else. Ah, yes. <laughs> Have you seen a Ren. giant airship? Or perhaps a Kaz Dunlin? I wonder if Just the Thunder Strike would function with this sort of magic oh. inhibition going on. Yes, Brian says... Have any of the Damn, runs great thumb along with Shahid goes still sharp. The great, uh, so the great nations or um, the powers that you knew before the end made any contact or have you seen any presence of them? Any evidence of them still being around? Or? Military or it says that's part of our objective: travel in one direction and hopefully find some sort of surviving settlement. The only towns we've run across are ruins of villages. No survivors. The only other people we've met in the past month uh, are, um, much like you, troops traveling. Oh, there aren't that many people who are just like us. How? He, uh, he actually catches himself and he says, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting who I am in the presence of. She uh, picks up her crown dust. It is not likely to meet uh, anyone of importance. Uh, how prevalent are the demons around here? He says prevalent enough. You can you can stay away from them because you can see them on the horizon. One benefit of such a barren view, but easy enough to find them easily. Hmm. He says he says 
There are a lot of them. Yes, it is as if it is as if the abyss itself spilled into uh, spilled into Toril. Ren kind of cracks his neck a little bit and looks at Daemon and says, "Perhaps a demon hunt is in order." Daemon says, "The gut to know something." Uh, they were capturing us and you. Is that? I don't know much of demons. If that's normal behavior for them, or if this is something odd, or do you know what they were capturing you for? Slavery? Food? He says, I can only imagine slavery, but uh, fortunately, I did not find out. Hmm. Indeed. Everyone says, well, where there are slavers, there are usually more slaves. He says... Maybe it's hard to find living people around here. Yeah, he he says, if if there's maybe one city or settlement in the area, perhaps they have been uh, the ones that are making it. How long after the um, event did the demons start showing up? Like, instantly? Or after? He thinks for a moment, says the first ones I saw were maybe a few days after. Hmm. Pretty... He says, in the beginning, anything we saw on the horizon, we were hesitant to approach. We could have seen them earlier. It wasn't until we started to get desperate that we started to get closer. And then we saw what one of the groups was and fell back. Luckily, they did not see us. Hmm. Are there any other threats? You've mentioned vast chasms in the ground and demons. Are there any other strange beasts, maybe things from other planes that have shown up? He says, not that I've seen. It's been uh, it's been really barren up here. You know, he points around again as, you know, it looks like his arms are getting tired of pointing as he just says, it's just nothing, he says. And then he seems kind of tilt his head down and almost in a despairing voice says it's just all gone. Bernie says you must be tired and motions to the basket of oh. endless yeah. potatoes and bananas but uh, it's been ten years we could have gotten something better by then. I, I hope we, we forgot did. and now we're in this situation uh, endless um, baby back ribs. Do they still work? Uh, delicious. Uh, no as you pull it out the potatoes are completely rotted and gross uh, and you know whatever you call it when potatoes are like sprouting sprouting and uh, and the, the, they're all eyes what was the other one the of, well bananas and the bananas are just disgusting mush. and black wow. and mush uh, that, endless water gourds empty Damon upon this begins checking all of his other items you know his, his armor and weapons his dust of disenchantment she has his fly, his flying hook, which seems to be not flying straight. Aurora uh, is more concerned about the the, the night being sad. <laughs> she she kind of puts puts her hand like on his shoulder in a comforting but firm fashion, and she says, "Not not everything is gone. There's still us, and as long as there's someone to keep the fire alive, there's still hope." He just kind of totally shakes straight, his head. Totally straight-faced. He shakes his head, and, you know, Aurora's very comforting. And then it is uh, it is Canale that uh, speaks up, and she says, she says, you don't even know what it's like. You haven't even been here, apparently. And, she's, and then she just says, uh, she just says, come on, brother, we need to travel. Uh, Ren mother's under his breath. Like smirks and says, this girl talks like she knows anything of the world. Ren kind of smirks. And says under his breath, but loud enough that people can hear it, just, bitch. No. 
we did promise level. supplies in exchange for information. Do we have anything? I was counting on the food and water. <laughs> yeah. So how did the how did Here, the, have a bag. I like that he was just saying this. You know, like how uh well, how does, <laughs> we really thought this was going to be payment. <laughs> how does the what you call it? Uh, how does the rest of the gear that Damon inspects look? Does anything else appear to be out of the ordinary? Like the dust doesn't It's almost like anything that is kind of out of combat utility just seems to be mostly useless. <laughs> and the stuff that's directly mechanically benefit beneficial <laughs> combat is okay. <laughs> so My we should enter combat fly. and it's, then eat potatoes as fast as Brand possible. Is planning a future attack, someone's flyer. Doesn't work. No, but it was future um, combat. Ren, does he use flyer? I was. Um, I was. Always now that you ask that way. Well, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, God, I can't. <laughs> I can't take my mind out of the game now. Too much to process. Well, Ren, given that poker face ever, <laughs> given that Damon pulls out, uh, removes. Well, their bag of holding still works. I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> spits out. Yeah, it's basically Blah. the survival stuff and the stuff that's just kind of like yeah. that. But the um, uh, you know the more trinkets work just fine. But I guess a bag of potatoes. But yeah, well, so I mean, Damon, given the the kind of given the separation between what's still useful, he takes uh, a, a couple of swords. Or he takes a couple of bows that once were much more magical than their current state might suggest. Near, they're near mundane. They're not quite. Quite that reduced, and says, hand, hand offers them, saying, "Not that there's much game, but this could feed you." Uh, the half elf just snatches it out of uh, out of Damon's hands, and you see her just kind of like testing it, and then uh, almost almost a smile cracking on her face. And then she's, uh, she says, "This is better than anything we've been able to run across." As Damon is rustling through his stuff. Ren turns to Frida. She's still with us, right? Yes. Has she, and kind of like looks at her to see if she snapped out of her funk that she was in. She, I mean, she is sitting there. I forgot Frida was with us. It's because she has not made a peep. She has been sitting there. Hasten hey, so moves just silently. Eyes glazed hey. over silently. as uh, you've you've seen this before. Is she okay? No. No, I mean, like, has she been like magically or unmagically? Is she aging like that Did guy she in Last Crusade? Uh, it is like someone who has uh, basically Catatonic? lived with uh, one other person, uh, a lover, for a thousand years, and no one else, and that lover just died. You gotta stop wow. equating the planar observatory as a lover. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, it's... I don't. It is the most apt. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. There's a lot of no. I'm no one else shared my bed except for this planar observatory. <laughs> <laughs> that is how. That is how she is reacting. Is is um. Ugh. Devastation. Devastation, but mm-hmm. not, you know, but not devastation of losing a powerful tool, but more like... Of that is which without... L- losing a loved one. Pales compared to that which... And she's just kind of... She's just sitting, uh, you know. Well, did you say the land just drops off? Um, it goes to the horizon, basically. That's what I understood, right? It is this to the horizon? Just on one no, side. No, on one side. Oh. On one side, it looks like it just stops. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like a, like a massive cliffs. Like, like yeah, stuff. like like yeah. there's just nothing. Like a and cliff. no land below it. Well, he hasn't well, gone over there. It. It's yeah. way the hell over there. And so on the other the side, there's says, mountains, and then it just kind of stretches until the curvature of yeah. the... Uh, he says... So he's that, like, and he realized this, you know, uh, the information about this kind of... Curious, this mysterious cliff or 
perhaps not as uncommon or mysterious anymore, given their location. Well, uh, uh, it seems like, I mean, we should find our allies, find Thunderstrike, I agree with you. As far as the next next step, if we can see if they're still alive, and if so, regroup with them, and if not, oh shit, uh, kill demons and free some slaves, maybe start a new, start a new army of, or, or some sort of power in this area. We need to, we need to be able to, to kind of begin something here. It's just us. We're on an island here. Rewriting the map, and we don't even know. I say well, we know there's an edge. Direction. Well, there's an edge. Yeah. I say we continue going the way the caravan was, see if we can uh, find wherever we were going. Yeah, Ren. And there's no reason not to. And let me comment that this strikes you maybe a little bit as it's, it's happened more gradually, but it's not often that you hear Damon talking about kind of rallying forces and like let's get together and do something. You know, that's that's more something that's happened over this past ten years as he's kind of taken a little bit of a leadership role in his own circle and hearing him talk about marshalling forces and and gathering strength. Kind of newer words from some from uh, your comrade. Uh, Ren looks at newer to the players or newer to the characters. Newer, newer to well, newer to the players, but they've been seeing it over the past ten years. Kind of, you're all of a sudden reflecting over the past ten years. Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm filling in. Right, I got you. I got you. That's all I was wondering if you were kind of telling that. For sure. Yeah, it's more of a narration. All right, Ren looks at Hasten and says. What do you think? After a rest, shall we go gather some demon information? He says, it's the most, uh, he says, it's the best lead we've got. Ren says, "Ah, I need to work out anyways. He smiles to that. That's right. Too much paperwork these days. Uh. Alright, so can we take a a short rest here? Well, you have been. Yeah. But then... Okay. Just as you're talking about this, and you see uh, the half-elf you know, starting to walk away again, and then you see uh, Sir Dranavon, he just kind of says, don't worry about her, she never wanders far. Uh, all of a sudden you feel a twinge of pain shoot through your body. Each of you. Just a, uh, sort of this sharp pain uh, tase. coming through the body. And uh, all of a sudden, Frida's head shoots up, and you see her. You see her look. Frida, you okay? She says, "What's happening?" I don't know. I thought. Maybe- and then you yeah. feel another twinge, and then another twinge. David says, "It hurts." Ow! Stop. Or I tried to identify the twinges. She doesn't like that. Is Ow. this some kind of our, of a magic twinge, or is, is this like a we got poisoned twinge? Frida backs away from the rest of the group. It doesn't feel like poison. It feels like. Uh, like a Spasms. a hook in your skin, like all of a sudden just wrenching, like Ow. from different directions, but not just in your skin, but as if it's you know through the middle of your body, just kind of like pulling you. Yeah. And Frida just says, "Hold on to something." What? Hold on. Or <laughs> holds on to Red. Damon just plunges his sword into the ground. No, he turns you shaggy into a huge spike. And Red just holds on to Aurora. Spikes the ground. <laughs> Frida just bends his knees and gets a nice low center of gravity. Uh, Frida just stands up, uh, stands up tall, and just kind of stands there, and she says, "I know this." You're not holding on to anything. <laughs> she says, "It was figurative," and then before you can even <laughs> what? <laughs> it was figurative. Before you can even say anything, you can feel <laughs> wind blowing in your face, as if, as if a gust of wind stronger than any 
or maybe not any you've ever felt, but more like being around Dalman in the, yeah. in the midst of battle. Yes! As you, you feel this wind, and you look around, you can't see what's happening, and just Sir uh, Dronovan and uh, Canalay are just staring at you guys as if you're ghosts. And then as you look to each other, you see that is what you see, as the uh, you can see through each of your companions as the, the scene behind them beca- becomes more and more visible as you realize they're disappearing. And then suddenly, as your, your vision just goes completely black, and as you open your eyes... You got ghosted. We're by back. Wind, mightier than my own. We have foreseen the future. Foretold what is to come. No, 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 I don't think so, man. Maybe just more demons. They're metal demon tricks. We wake up from the grave. Like, don't spoil we'll my reveal. Yet another month further down. You are falling. <laughs> it's even worse. You are Dem- falling. Dem's like, I don't fall. Mid air, you can see the earth approaching. Earth uh, from very That's far below. High. I mean, it is. It's extremely far. You can see. Uh, you can see in every the direction for what seems like for what seems like forever. And you realize as it starts to become a little closer, that it's not the earth. It's a sea of fallen stars that is approaching very quickly. Ah, don't worry, we'll land in However, water. However, Dan and Brandis have done this recently. <laughs> for each of you, it is trivial to recover from f- f- free fall. For, uh, for each of you have... Um, Many resources. Trusty amounts. So go ahead and describe, well, describe works, your resources, how you, how you get out. Yeah. Uh, All well, your stuff works. The, the second we reappear, Raxus kind of materializes... <clears throat> shoots uh, down like a shooting star below them, and she actually just lands on Raxus with a woomph sound. And um, Ren is kind of flung out of her grasp, as they were actually clinging to each other. Uh, and he goes, off in, off in another direction, as Raxus then kind of curves upward to This is not the first time Ren's been skydiving. And dive. as as you know, he's falling. I mean, this has happened a ton now because he would do this with Daemon and stuff like that. So he finds himself falling, which is kind of jarring for a second, looks around, takes a quick inventory, or not inventory, but note of where they could possibly be looking around on the horizon as he's plummeting to Earth very fast. See you, When he gets smacked <laughs> off, he thinks in his head, God, Rax- Raxus? Hmm? Why doesn't Raxus ever hook me up as well? I mean, Dude, did he have to bump me off? Dragons. Not at all on the same page. No, oh, come on! He didn't have to smack page. me with his tail as he's like... He <laughs> uh, the thought doesn't even occur to Ren to summon Tenebrae. He just uh, puts his hands to his side and dives. Plummets. Plummets. As fast as he possibly can. There's so much more And at the last second, harnesses the power of his wing bracers that Damon has taught him to do. And comes to the surface and just kind of glides along the surface for a little bit. I think we're way higher than that. Oh, you still got them. Oh, I've still got them. They still work. They no, still I mean work. like... Do we reach the... Wing bracers only let you fall for like how much? Well, you like, can activate them at the last second. Once whatever. Once you, once you, whatever. Who cares? Once you activate them, you, okay. you can glide Sorry. as long as you want. Yeah, so... Sexy. Gets down to the bottom, <clears throat> activates them, hovers along the bottom, sticks his feet out almost like he's skiing. skiing. That's the... And then... Stay on the water. Let's himself fall in and he's treading water waiting for the rest of the group to get back to him. him. <laughs> Just kidding. And he actually looks up and yells at Damon, Beat ya! 
And he does because Damon doesn't fall as they tell as they appear above the above the sea of fallen stars. Everyone else kind of shoots as they begin to fall, and Damon kind of slowly begins to glide down. And conversely, kind of uh, intentionally uh, like darts after the uh, the rest of the party that is falling. Uh, with, again, no, with no concern, he knows that uh, that heights are, are no longer any of our of our fears. And it begins to try to just close the distance because, of course, as mentioned, Ren has a huge head start on him, and <laughs> he hates when when he, he loses their races, which it looks like it's going to happen again. Um, so, oof, darting after the group as quickly as he can. Uh, Hugh, falling through the air, reaches into his armor and uh, pulls out a what appears to be a brass horseshoe as he says the command phrase thank you Stoyla Colbyn for making me the best mount I will ever have as <laughs> what can only be described as a clockwork pegasus uh, <laughs> appears in the air beside next to him soon matches his speed and scoops him from the air as he is then flying along <laughs> do you have to say that every time thank you. to summon and dismiss yes <laughs> The best mount I will ever have. <laughs> Jesus, Stoyla. Amazing. You're so cool. Brandis clutches the figurine of a wyvern around his neck. And Flyvern appears, as always, screwing over Brandis somehow backwards. And Brandis lands facing <laughs> back. The parts. Flyvern flies back that way as Brandis watches the world. God the damn this place. can't really... Like switch around while you're riding a fly, and That's he like, just kind of like grabs the reins and is like, "Come on, do you all meet? You know, meet up and gather up down at the surface, the sea of fallen stars." That's what you said. Um, that's what it's called, right? Yep. That is what's called. Um, as you know, Ren is there uh, treading water while pretty much everyone else is uh, standing on the surface. Standing on the surface of the water. And uh, you Ren, find yourselves. Ren doesn't, give, work out. Ren doesn't give a crap. You find yourselves in I'll pluck you out of the water. familiar surroundings, uh, the world that you are used to. Water, fresh air. You find that that sort of missing feeling and that sort of ever-present madness trying to uh, trying to enter your mind is is gone as you are able to just from uh, you know using your various th- uh, things. Yeah. Show. Ren says. You did kind of instinctually. Damn uh, it. And then only now, as you land, just because it kind of set on you that that wouldn't have worked uh, a moment ago. Places his mask and says, Kaz! Kaz Dunlin! Into his speaking stone. Not three seconds later, he says, Yar, I knew you'd show up. He says, Yar! Where are you guys? When are we? He says, He says, I'll gather the, uh, I'll gather the others. We'll be there in a moment. We've been waiting. Uh, Hugh looks for Hasten and Frida. Hasten, uh, as always, completely silently, uh, and it's a sight you were used to, for you have seen it before, is just hovering over the water with huge shadowy wings coming out from his body as they're just beating slowly, keeping him aloft, as even the beating of the wings does not make a peep. Awesome. And Frida? Frida, you see her. You see a big like sphere way up in the air that is still floating down. As uh, as she comes down, you see that she is just standing in this big, uh, this big transparent sphere. Uh, When she gets, and she was actually she's not standing; she's just sitting. And you see her just kind of tapping and uh, and waiting. (laughs) 
Which, and once she gets closer, she says, should have waited until activating it. Can't really make it go down any faster. <laughs> when she gets about ten feet off the surface, Ren kind of goes to try to... Pop the bubble. Negate the bubble. Oh, it works, and she falls into the water. <laughs> Splash! <laughs> snicker, snicker. And Ren laughs. <laughs> Damn, enjoy this. And all her robes get wet. All wet, and Very her hair soggy. gets wet, and she looks She's sad. Very <laughs> sad. Ren laughs and says, "Just like the old days." <laughs> uh, I can't, can't believe I missed you. So, yeah, Daemon is searching <laughs> the skyline for uh, airship Thunderstrike, and uh, wondering. So his head hurts about what might have just transpired. Yeah, Ren says, "Did that really just happen? Are we all on the same page here?" Yeah, I'm a little off right now. Versus. And don't go and All my start embracing life in the moment. We need to figure out Damn how to... looks at Brannis and takes a switch from the gourd. Or it's like, fine, Delicious. Give me those damn potatoes. Ren That's looks at Brannis and says, You, you, didn't, you didn't make another deal with Savstam or anything, did you? I mean, that was like the last time something like this happened. Yeah, last time something like this happened, Brannis says, I'm as lost as all of you always are. <laughs> Suddenly you feel A pressure push against all of you uh, Against each of you As you just feel this kind of force press against you This is not an uncom- uncommon feeling For you know that it is the Split second uh, Forewarning Sensation. that All of a sudden with a crack You see Thunderstrike appear in the air And just an instant crack no longer the uh, no longer the uh, crude sort of portal creation uh, tool it once had ten years ago, but for quite some time it has uh, been it has been changed to be a much this more one has efficient fireworks things that are purely for visual effect. <laughs> and uh, and then you see uh, Thunderstrike there, and not fifty feet away. Damon. Uh, oh, fly right up there. Yeah. Greeted by Kalar, who he very um, often doesn't ride, but flies with. Uh, you know, joins joins his uh, his mount uh, and returns back to the deck of Thunderstrike. You know, kind of he had caught a a hint of knowingness in Kaz's voice, and Kaz is a guy who loves to represent himself as knowing what's going on, even when it very clearly isn't the case. Um, but. Nonetheless, Damon always enjoys to hear his explanations of what he thinks is going on. And so goes uh, goes to find Kaz as soon as he can. As soon as you are on deck, those that approach you are... Uh, I can't believe nobody else jumped in the water after being in that disgusting, arid, dirty desert place. He's got your enchantment, man. You hooked him up on his doorstep. He just walks through and he's good I know, to go. but... He's, he's got There's a something about actually jumping in the water. You're right. I mean, so you were doing free though. Damon only, only ever washes for pleasure now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's only for pleasure, and there's usually babes involved. It is the stewards of Thunderstrike, <laughs> your three most trusted advisors, or three most trusted um, stewards, yeah. who are there immediately, and they, uh, and just one of them sort of whispers to you, where have you been? How long have we been gone? Uh, they sort of look at each other and says, Perhaps we should uh, we should move to the uh, to the briefing room. Oh, there's no uh, one maybe here. Maybe wise. He says. There's no one here on the Thunderstrike. He sends. Uh, oh, Thunderstrike takes uh, many visitors and passengers uh, these days. I mean, not not a lot, but like there can be ears on the deck of Thunderstrike. 
It's now, you know, you've gained enough... It's a popular enough place, there's probably people trying to scry on the area at any You know, there are ambassadors well. of, of other nations that are there, probably. and um, spies could be ever-present, you know, for and sensitive topics. Upon the, the heavily enchanted and, uh, and protected from various forms of rituals, briefing room is the safest place to go. Upon seeing the soaking wet uh, <coughs> figure of... Frida, you suddenly hear, Alvagorn Brandon, you let a girl fall in the water when you could have jumped in and let her use fiber! You call yourself a friend! And she hands a musty and itchy wool cloak to... <laughs> Worse than burlap. It's terrible. Worse than being wet. Uh, it's, it's like sand, but a fabric. <laughs> uh, Damon, again, and kind, of, it's just kinda, kind of draws away from like the, the, the offered... I mean, it was not like the guy of comfort like Hugh is, but like that just seems like, toward like you know, mas- masochistic to a certain level. Only distracted for a second, though. Damon grabs one of the halflings at that, that's running around the deck. A halfling wearing the uh, what has become the well-established uh, standard tunic of any crew member. You know, kind of the lower, very skilled, but kind of lower hands uh, on deck, um, which is the uh, the face of a minotaur with a single horn, of course. Uh, and he tells the halfling, he says... He says, uh, on the devil, you need to tell Lucan that we're back. I got something to talk about. And he sends him scurrying off to, uh, to report to Damon's right hand as he makes for the briefing room with the stewards. Upon touching down on the deck, Hugh once again says, thank you, Stoyla Colbone, for making me the best mount I will ever have. She says, you're welcome. And it disappears. <laughs> She's like, behind you. <laughs> you're welcome. Stoyla <laughs> is indeed on the, uh, on the deck of the airship for, you know, kind of made a... Um, scene. Big deal. A scene, as she just kind of smiles and nods, and then returns back to the uh, to the engine room. As she she's used to your comings and goings. Uh, you know her well enough to know that she'll come say hi later, but she knows that uh, <clears throat> business comes first. Well, in most cases, business was, would come man. first, but uh, or I just realized she's she's been three months away from her daughter with no exclamation. No, you don't know anything. Okay. I don't think she had three months. Whatever. You haven't been established. You've been missing your daughter for more than it t- uh, usually a mother a while. does for uh, a daughter. People can seem age. concerned. Yeah. It could have been a while. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to the briefing room. I hope it hasn't been three months in this conversation. It's just silly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see that coming. It's a mother's sense. She knows. It's been two months. The world turned to shit and then got better. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. So I fetched it. Is Kalaba? Without us. You guys took a vacation during winter. Uh, so, heading off to the briefing room, take a seat at your usual uh, at your usual places. Each of your uh, each of your seats emblazoned with a uh, personal emblem okay. representing yourselves, as well as the. I mean, this place is immaculately decorated, and this is a place that you can bring. Uh, you can Heads bring nations. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the highest ambassadors of the most respected nations and that they will uh, become jealous and go back and spend millions of gold at their in their own nations to try to even uh, approach the level approach the splendor that uh, one day on Thunderstrike brings of course it does it's a little ostentatious spend your money Stoilas it's pretty awesome potency and shops craftsmanship Really makes for some nice work. Yeah, so the shop won't stop. And the store won't, won't stop improving, so it's like, all right, it's got to look better. Oh, it's got to be better. It's got to look better than that. It's got to be better than that, though. 
Shop's a master crafter. Mm. Damon only wears shop. Shop clothes. Shop shop. Uh, shopware. Yeah, shopware. Yeah. Shop appliances. Shop uh, shop uh, furniture. Slatted glasses. Yeah. One that way. One that way. Yeah. He started that. Of course he did. <laughs> it became a huge trend, and then he stopped doing it because it was too it was too common. It became trendy for him to wear his own clothes. I only wear shop. So. Those that are sitting here with yeah, you yes. are your three stewards of Thunderstrike. Those that uh, take command while uh, if every single one of you is away, or just you know if it's something too small of a concern to uh, to trouble you with, of which there are many. And sitting before you are is uh, Buren Ghost, the uh, the male dwarf soul mender. He is the um, He's the sort of the head um, healer of, of Thunderstrike. Uh, you could call him like a like a surgeon general, sort of. To, to use a I'm modern, glad have one of those. To use a modern analogy, as well as uh, Rowena the Fang, who is the master at arms, a female human, the toughest fighter you have ever seen, besides Brandis. Yeah. What was the first guy's name? Sorry. Uh, but even then, if you're in arm ghost, wrestling match, as well as Osino Everban, the. The arbiter of secrets, dressed in all black, boiled leather, as um, spy, spy master, and yeah, he is the uh, basically a spy master. But uh, you call him the uh, arbiter Fresh of secrets. Describe each of these men and women, and what their personality is like, and uh, and who they are. Buren Ghost. Buren Ghost. Solmunder, dwarf. He's a man of uh, of impeccable charity, but um, undoubting. Tough love. This is the guy that you that you uh, you talk to. Well, he's the guy that will, as he works on you to heal you, will give you an endless supply uh, of one-line advices that could pretty much cover any situation that you might uh, encounter in your life. He tells it to you not not in any sort of kind of like manner that is, that is inviting discussion or, or debate. He tells you he tells you this advice like he tells you what you what you need to be doing tomorrow and the next day. It's like. You need to take these pills and put on this poultice three times a day, and then you need to tell your girlfriend that she's the only one and get married the week after that. So he kind of he'll he'll run your life as well as he runs your body. And um, most people find that a good portion of the time, if they take his advice seriously, that things are just going to go better for them. And it's the the, the soul, that gets that's the soul matter part um, that comes out in his name because he's uh, he's as, as as wise and as I guess like you could say. Um, He's as, as wise and kind of in, in, in spirit and, and in life as he is uh, knowledgeable in the healing arts. Nice to have another dwarf on the ship. No doubt. What does he look like? Is he an albino? Someone else get on board. What does he look like? A lot of beard. A lot of beard? Heavy beard? Like a Santa proper, Claus proper beard? Proper dwarf, like elaborate, woven, braided. Proper dwarf. Little things tied into it. Jingles a little bit when he talks and walks. He has a, he has a brand. At one point, his life he was branded. Brand. An invisible part. It's like an, it's like on his neck. Ooh. And um, he's never told anyone anything about it. What's this warrior lady like? All right. Um, Rowena. So he wears a lot of jewelry. You know, at least in his beard. You're saying. Yeah, the gold, golden yeah. like. I like that. Things. Okay, what color is his beard? Gray. I want some beard jewels. Why do they call him Ghost? That's what I want to know. 
Alright, I'm actually writing stuff down this time, so Good. the next time I don't have to say what. Um, go ahead about uh, Rowania the Fang, the uh, female human master at arms. Mistress at arms? <clears throat> Mistress at arms. She prefers to be called Master at Arms. Huh. The topic came up when it first. Okay. Um, well, I could I can see uh, Rowena being um, fairly broad-shouldered woman. Uh, actually, has fairly feminine features in her face, but she wears her hair like back, very uh, military style, low bun in the back, uh, no nonsense. And that's kind of her attitude. She she's not one to crack wise or uh, take light in things. Uh, that other people might, you know, just to kind of lighten the mood. She doesn't believe in lightening the mood. Her, she's ex-military, it shows. Uh, her stance is either on, on on alert or at ease, and at ease is never really at ease. Uh, if any of the quorum people walk into a room, she immediately shoots to her feet. Even after, I would imagine, years of us saying that that's not necessary. Unless someone is secretly telling her that she should. Him? <laughs> Without doubt. Standing in the presence of a general. They all, you all say one thing, and as soon as you leave the room, he's like, "No, you keep doing it." <laughs> well, and now not only that, but she is, um, she is most well renowned for she is a master in every sort of weapon, the use of any sort of weapon, and any sort of kind of martial art. Um, she is most renowned for. Creating a polearm called the Passing Fang, which revolutionized uh, uh, combat uh, all over Toril, and um, it was it was her implementation of this particular uh, polearm that would dismount riders and leave them with heavy gashes that um, kind of led to her kingdom, which was her her kind of her clan kingdom, and then near empire as uh, her general her, her her leadership and combat expertise led to a massive kind of growth in her. Um, in the, the place of her origin, and uh, she is everyone. Everyone knows this of this uh, weapon, and it is, she is the one who who invented and uh, I guess kind of spread its infamy as a powerful implement of war. <clears throat> and uh, any other details? Someone else? I think we got it. Got appearance and kind of demeanor. So, and how about uh, Oseno Everban, the male doppelganger? The Arbiter of Secrets. Uh, when he walks in the room, he has the, the form that you most often see him on Thunderstrike is that of a uh, human male. Uh, kind of light to medium build, kind of a thin guy, always dressed in dark clothes, uh, kind of form-fitting clothes. Uh and has a shaved head. And he is a fairly quiet guy, but once you engage him in conversation, he is quite pleasant. But... Look at you talking. Yeah, but he, uh, <laughs> when, when it's down to business, he is all business. He's very serious. Uh, he is the most renowned, I mean, of course, since he's the spy master of Thunderstrike, but he is the most skilled uh, person at slipping into, uh, you know, different social circles, infiltration, that any of the members of Thunderstrike have ever seen. And um, while he has chosen a few 
very well uh, trained spies to work with him. None can even hold a candle to his prowess at working his way into situations and the speed in which he can gain trust from others. It is said he knows someone of every race in every town in every nation on the earth. It might all just be him, though. People say it. They say. Or he gets them yes, to say it. he gets them to say it. <laughs> Alright. Tell them this. Any other details anyone want to throw in for him? It's kind of funny, too, because he speaks so many languages. Uh, sometimes in the middle of the night when everyone, or when he's asleep on Thunderstrike, you'll walk past his room and hear him screaming with night terrors in all kinds of different languages. And it's kind of funny to just sit there and listen to him sometimes. Funny. He definitely also... Funny to Ren. Funny to <laughs> He's so pained. <laughs> he definitely also uh, observes, you know, the vast majority only, except on those rare occasions when we personally request, he definitely uh, observes and listens in on every single conversation that happens in the briefing room. Hmm. Um, you know, kind of comparing whatever is said there to the vast amount of information that ha- is at his disposal on a daily basis to make sure that we only get, in the case that Aurora's not there, the pierce of truth. Indeed. All right. And as these all sit down, they uh, the it is the um, Rowena the Fang who speaks up, and she just says, uh, "says my lords, how uh, he says, where were you?" It says, uh, an excellent question. We, um, he looks, he looks towards Freddy, he says, he says, perhaps our, our long-lost friend has more, has a better idea of that, given her experience with the place that we departed from. Where were we, Frida? She just kind of looks to each of you and says, the frozen north? Oh. <laughs> uh, alright. <laughs> it was very strange, uh... Yes. What did it look what? at all like? Some of the she says, that you saw? It, it, and then Frida continues realizing okay. that uh, seeing everyone's just kind of annoyance with her. Annoyance with her. She says, I'm "Annoyed with her." Damn, annoyed with her. Damn, is okay. Or, or is not. Okay. The observatory. It, it must have. It must have malfunctioned. Well, of course it malfunctioned. It was falling apart. But uh, the portal. It, it wasn't stable when we went through. We had no choice. And you see that uh, she's sort of trying to make. Ex- almost explain that it's not her fault. And she says, I, I tried to hold it and it was, everything was falling down and maybe we could have stayed a little longer and I could have done something. Ren we're back stops now. Her. Ren stops her and says, you know, we're back here. And no one got hurt. Can you get back to the portal? Have you tried or anything like that? Maybe you should take a second and see if you can even get back in there now. She just kind of looks at Ren and she says, did you see that? I'll try. Damon says, well, can we establish first how much time has passed? I mean, we're, it sounds like we're after the fact, but how much? After the fact of what? Oh, yeah. After the fact of this, uh, the destruction of the observatory. Like, it's not like we're ah. before that event at all. Rowena, the thing, uh, some, or, or no, it's actually um, uh, Osano, the uh, Arbiter of Secrets, just says, two months Yeah. 
Huh. As Damon reviews all of anything that were supposed to happen in that past in the two months. Observatory truly does move differently. Yeah. And Ren says, "Has anything of no Frida, Frida responds to that immediately and says, "No, no, no, no. We weren't there long enough for it to do that." She says, "When you first go there, the the observatory it it, it slows down to 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 to, to match the, the where you came from, and, and yeah, you down, have to be Frida. there longer for it to speed up." And and she says, "We." I would imagine that on kind of saying two months that the room would a little bit the room would a little bit erupt into a conversation of like things that all of us had going on for the next two months kind of we're probably asking Osino a hundred questions about things that we had in the works emissaries that were supposed to come places that we were committed to be at you know I'm sure there's like just like an ever boiling politic that surrounds us so when someone says you've just lost two months it's like I mean that's that's uh, that's probably like the the most packed part of our of our kind of calendar for each one of us, you know experiments for Ren. Damon had several ventures kind of into the chaos plan, which I mean, he doesn't even know of, of any of the sectari went without him or uh, what about their safety. I mean, yeah, who knows what's going on with, with the, the with Brandis's army that just doesn't typically do too well when he's not around. To, you know, tell him what's up. So kind of, I, I would imagine we're kind of leaning towards each other to like check in or asking some of our stewards what's up, and that maybe kind of boils down yeah. back to the matter at hand. Oseno does say we made the decision to keep your disappearance under wraps. Probably wise. Probably wise. He says. It is not unusual for the Quorum of Heroes to have an urgent need that could that would not be uh, for discussing with the common folk. Indeed. Yeah, um, it, says, it took some careful rearranging of uh, of our calendars, <laughs> but it is okay. You'll have to give me an updated version of the itinerary. Because of course your. Uh, your husband is looking forward to seeing you again. He was quite angry when I told him that I couldn't... Or when I uh, told him that I would not tell him where you had gone. And Saldi? Uh, she is with him. Ah, yes, it has been two months. She was here last time. Damon says, uh, have you know. begun looking into any other um, disappearances similar to ours? He says, I know we were in a very unique location, like, kind of looking at Frida, Damon starts doing this gesturing thing, he starts talking about kind of magic, and kind of swirls his <laughs> arms, and, you know, and he says, we were in this place, but he says, is there any other kind of known? He says, I sent out my network to investigate precisely that when you were missing. No, there was nothing that I found, nothing out of the normal, ordinary disappearances. And Damon kind of starts muddying under his breath, and he says, I would like to go, looking at all of you. Kind of, he says, I, I would like to go to the frozen north to see what is to be seen there. It's for. trivial to go there. He's, uh, no, yeah. he, he sure. says, uh, he says that, is, that is supposedly where we were during these couple of months. And um, I, I guess they, we've already divulged kind of the, have we divulged the information of where, what's happened to us amongst our stewards and whatnot, getting them up to date, or are we choosing to tell them? Yeah, I think sure. so, right? Yeah, right. So after we kind of discuss where we've been, and he says, I would like to, to see my homeland again and, and to see and to perhaps even find the, the spot that we were brought to. Maybe there's some indication or has something to do with what Ren we're says, doing. Ren says, we know the location of the brother and sister. Perhaps uh, we could go seek them out village. and see north if what they have to say. Bardell. What do you think hmm. they would be able to say? I don't know, but 
Well, who knows? The only living people we saw out there. Maybe we could go find them and say, hey, how's it going? What are you up to? Have you seen anything weird happening around here? Oseno says, it would be prudent to figure out where it is you were. He says, it is strange, these things. What were their names? Um, there was Kenalay and Buren? the search them. Oh. Kenalay? Do you mean the, the people in the, um, in, in the wasteland? In the wasteland, yeah. Yeah, that was um, Sir Dranavon and C E N A E L A E. And dead halfling. And dead halfling. So we need to find a dead halfling. Give me ten minutes. Well, give me two minutes. Damon like scratches his head and kind of leans back and he said and kind of looks over at Red and he says he says those the some of the magical effects going on were were painful and very very strange. Red. Is that something you could reproduce? Ren says, I've never experienced anything like that, and that is one of my priorities, is to research that. When I am cut off from the arcane weave, it is... It is like like you never being able to feel the wind against your face again. Frida says, I will help. Still, I might wonder this. Ren also says, when we are finished here, I must also... Consult uh, some of the lords of Avernus and see what's been transpiring down there. Indeed, they are the arch nemesis, 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 nemesis of the demons, and not that they need to know what happened, <clears throat> but uh, if anything, if the demons are uh, on the move, on the move, they will surely I have, have heard a, something. I have a concern. Um, the people that we spoke to in the wasteland said that it was how long? It had been a month, been a month since the, the event had happened. Since the event had happened. Had... But we didn't actually but, find but out... But we wanted to know how long since the spell plague, and they answered that question. Yeah, it would be the month. Yes. A month more. So, it did not well, seem Well, they didn't like... give it to the exact number of months. They said, you know, 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. They just they gave, you know, the ballpark. Yeah. They didn't give the exact like number of years. But it wasn't like it's either I said they said either a hundred or two hundred, whatever is the yeah, truth. Yeah. Because I never remember. That was why. So it was, that it's not like we had uh, mysteriously jumped far ahead or back from our our general yeah. present day. Uh, I mean, it's, it seemed like you right? didn't ask for the date, right? No, but it seems like so we were don't the, know. We'll, we'll, I mean, it wasn't a hundred years later. No, right, right. So based on what they said, it seems like we were in the general area of where we were. That's all I'm saying. I just I just worry about if we all do this kind of hopping around thing. Explain up it, as long as we're careful and come back together. I wouldn't. Well, I think want... all of Thunderstruck was going to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but you wanted to go spend... talk to. He the... just means while you. Oh, I'll go in my room. Yeah. I can talk to him. You have. I have the equivalent of speaking uh... stones that I can just chit chat with him. Devil vision. There's seven I, I heads. Prefer... I'm prefer... on. Uh... He holds them, and the devils speak back to him in the mouth of the severed head. Yeah. Ren almost kind of laughs when Aurora when Aurora mentions this and. <laughs> and looks at her and says, "You really think I have to actually go there to talk to them? Oh, how you underestimate oh. me!" Damon says. Uh, Damon says to Aurora. He says, "Don't worry. You're, you've already said a million times. It's better, best for you not to think of it." <laughs> she says, "Why would you like to think about the devils all the time? It's totally not her bag." Mm-hmm. But uh, Damon says, uh, "He says, then let us uh, let us prepare our." Uh, he says, let me go dust off Stalo's old furs for going somewhere cold. 
So yeah, like while we're so we're gonna go to to Frozen North, check things around, check out Vardell, try to see if we can't find these people. Take take some. I think Stormlight needs to to start making an apparatus to like to like, take oh, some readings. Oh, she won't want to do that. I mean, take ever since ever since the Wrath had his shit that like took readings. I feel like she wants to take some readings. Exactly. She's all over the place. She's Egon. I need to take, yeah. I need to take some readings. She's Egon. <laughs> I don't imagine this in the scene. She just goes like this. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you feel something here? This is weird. What's the hell is right. doing? Okay, sorry guys. She I says see. reading, but I never see I was really excited and they brought over the coffee grinder so I got coffee and I was really excited. So that's why it's <laughs> taking so long. Hey. Now we're back. Okay. We're doing it, we're back. So we're just, we're just gonna go back now since we're just planning. Yeah, that is uh is that the yeah. plan that everyone wants to do. Yeah. Damon always happy to be on the frozen tundra again near Moragarden. Stretches out. The man looks like he's breathing through his skin almost, just taking in the life and the energy. But it doesn't last long because soon he is on. He is on a quick journey, uh, kind of with, with, with Kayla just bouncing around to, to different spots in, in the region that he knows are, are of kind of particular beauty or significance. Perhaps it's a it's a frozen waterfall um, that has stood for a thousand years. Uh, without, without ever melting, or, or, or perhaps it's a specific copse of, uh, of evergreen trees that, that grow twice as thick and twice as tall as all the trees in the area. Going on to this, just different landmarks that he's familiar with, um, thinking that maybe whatever effects are happening might be observed um, you know, in, in more significant places in the region. In? In, in Narfel, in the, the, the area that kind of most concerns him. This is before they go to the town. Oh, gotcha. And... Um, and I imagine Soyle is, as we agreed, she's already built a device and she's taking readings. Remember, you can get to the frozen north to your location instantly. Yeah, exactly. So, so when we get to that's what he's doing. Oh, you're right. But in terms of her device, she probably has a hundred devices to take readings already. They're all strapped um, to her body. All it takes is talking to Kaz Dunlin. Tell him where to take you. The teleportation system has long since moved to the helm's room where it makes far more sense than inside the engine room. That is no longer currently the jury-rigged on thing. And Kaz Dunlin is the one who operates it, and he has learned to enjoy it with as much glee as turning the turning the wheel at the helm. That's, that, that makes me feel good. And he says, Yar, the frozen north. We'll be able to handle that just fine. And uh, given a specific kind of place to go, Kaz is a master of uh, geography all over Faerun, and is able, when you give him the description of the hills, he is able to uh, kind of guesstimate where that is, although your description doesn't exactly match, because it's not exactly as it is there. And, uh, since you're on the ocean. With a huge crack... The airship is once again, as once again teleports through space in uh, in an instant. As you feel it just slight lurch, and then you are there in the frozen north. And you can feel the cold winds blowing over the deck of the airship as you uh, realize it is very cold. Hmm. And Damon. So what everyone is is everyone doing? Uh, individually, is there anything you wanted to get out of the way? Because you guys are all going together, right? Yeah. To go find this village. Yeah, well, yeah. Damon so, knows where it is. You can easily fly there. True, um, but Damon did, like, like I was saying before, want to take, uh, take, go around kind of his homeland and, and see if the region itself had anything to indicate. So, 
kind of the, they're, they're trying to locate maybe the specific location where they were and in addition kind of see if this area which we know was a certain way see if we can kind of gain any insight on, as to any sort of transformation that may be in progress um, so he uh, employs some of his own people who he dreams one day of bringing them back to their homeland and uh, some of the sectari uh, his right hand uh, his right hand man named uh, Lucan and uh, a couple other a, 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 a set of twins that uh, that will that will never re- reveal their faces while they're on deck as, as a sign of respect to you all um, but uh, constantly are wearing the, the crescent moon mask and they join Damon in, in the, the search of the of the of the region like I said they're, they're just visiting some of the major landmarks in the area uh, as they kind of are trying to see if there's any evidence of some sort of transformation that's already begun. so he, Damon has sent them out to go do this yeah and he goes he goes with them so because well, I mean it's been like five minutes since you left the yeah yeah so that, that that's that, that's what I, the objective is to go look at these landmarks see if there's anything um, okay. that we can any evidence of a transformation that's already happening so he's just explaining to them the plan yeah exactly or however, however far it goes down, and also he would like to participate and see if he can't help look, see if he can find the exact location where they might have been, depending, because he's he was the one that was you know there. So that's what he would like to do. So you're telling all your companions this, or yeah? So he's so he's he's there with. Uh, I mean, no time has passed, so I'm confused. I'm just a little unclear about what exactly is happening right now. Okay, well that's on the airship, having just teleported there, walked out of the briefing room to go do this. Okay, I guess I'm confused with how much. What I'm supposed to be describing? How much time do I have to describe? Because I'm well. Not, you. I'm, this is you guys are making this plan. You're kind of taking charge here, but I want to know from everyone else what is. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'd like to do, and I'm having my guys do whatever result that that brings. Bruce isn't a great detective. I mean, he just kind of follows suit with with the group. Um, thinks of any legends and stories of the similar disconnect from the weave kind of thing happening. Um, not so much on a global scale, but uh, in small sectors to see if you know there have been areas that have ever felt that. But that's more of a you can go for the village. Like Damon's more in the rural area. You can try to find the village or something if you want. Um, yeah, I mean he'll, he'll wander around a bit and um, but yeah, just kind of walk around and see if anything, if there's any. I mean, obviously, an airship showing up and then the awesome team showing up. Is going to make things out of the ordinary. He's going to keep an eye out for things that are out of the ordinary. But he's not that observant. I mean, it's not that Rennes doesn't do anything. He's just more of a support role in this. He's not really take take the point on. There's no, there's no one to chop in half. Man, keeps an eye out for pickpockets. There we go. I'm going to clean up this town. Uh, Hugh uh, talks with Frida. He's not clearly an adept at magic, but he has gained a little bit of information over the years and. Uh, he's quite good as far as manipulating the metaphors that are used to describe the things. So he doesn't get quite all the deep me- things, but he can... Someone says, oh, it works like this, and he says, okay, and he sort of tests that how far that goes, and sometimes it doesn't work and sometimes it does. And so he's talking to Frida about... Uh, she had discussed how when in the planar observatory, uh, when connecting to a plane and a portal is opened, the time matches the plane that exists there... And so he's saying, is it possible that somehow uh, a malfunction or something happened and when we started seeing the future and somehow the planar observatory linked time-wise to the future. And when we opened the portal, we exited there. Or something like that. 
as sort of an explanation for maybe what has happened. But then he's like, how could we get back, though? That doesn't make any sense. And he's sort of talking with Frida, just throwing out ideas and providing information she may not be responding to heavily. She's still sort of in shock, but he's just sort of spitballing as to what could have happened or what did happen. As you are uh, flying towards... That's what you're doing, right? You're just flying towards this village? Is that the the immediate thing that Thunderstrike is doing? I think so. Like I said, Damon wanted to do some searching on... He wanted to search the area and Before try to... you speak to the people? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what he wanted Confirm to... the geographical details. Yeah. Okay. So as, as Thunderstrike is just sort of flying around doing this, Frida, um... She listens to what he was saying, but it can be hard to tell that that is the case. As he's just kind of saying all these things, she doesn't even look his direction or sort of acknowledge him. But then every once in a while, she'll respond and be like, yes, hmm, interesting. And uh, you can tell that she's clearly hearing, but just is not used to the sort of common courtesies of dealing with people. And, uh, or has fallen out of practice, at least. And she's got, um, she's got you know, quill and, mm. and parchment as she's just sort of kind of drawing diagrams and making what looks like sort of, sort of like arcane uh, formulas and like doing what you would assume is sort of, yeah, well, I mean, you can tell it's like sort of arcane math, except at a level that you just don't understand in any way, shape, or form. And she's just kind of writing this stuff, trying to figure it out. But uh, she does seem, she she um, she likes where you're going, and she basically acknowledges that she, that's, she's she's thinking about that and looking in that direction. Uh, Aurora's spending her time uh, working with Oseno. Is that the guy's name? Oseno. Oseno. Uh, she wants to learn more about the uh, the cult activity that apparently was increasing. Ah, the uh, since he's the information guy, he's likely to know anything about anything, even if it's some. He knows someone of every race. Yeah, exactly. Every so he, he must of every nation. Uh, help her to maybe understand more about them or what they are. And how they fit into all this. Or at the very least, find them. See, see what the truth is about them. Uh, Os- uh, Oseno says, um, he says, I will send out my net to search for this group, the end of all things. It says, I have heard, I have heard that name before. It should not take long. <clears throat> I knew I could count on you. Just with his head head bows, he walks into uh, his quarters, which is where he does um, most of his dealings. Howard doesn't ask any questions about that. (laughs) Ren excuses himself and makes his way down to his cabin. And uh, when he gets in there, he opens up one of his arcane chests. Or yeah, a chest that's in his room that Shock created for him that he has locked with... Uh, different arcane magics. Uh, it just looks like a like a cube. You can't even tell that there's any seams or anything on it. Shop is that good. There's no hinges, no nothing. To the common person, they would think it is just a square block. It's the awesomest trick box in history. He opens it, though, and removes what the best description I can give is just a palantir, just a, like a glass ball with swirling, fiery um, swirls in it and holds it up and uh, sits on the ground and closes his eyes and begins to meditate 
uh, as his consciousness leaves this plane and moves over to Avernus. He doesn't go contact Bell. He doesn't even go contact any of the other members of the Eight. For he doesn't really want to have to explain what happened. Uh, instead, he goes looking for one of his subordinates, one of his lieutenants, and uh, starts to ask around what the current level of demon activity has been, if they have noticed anything going on in any of the planes, if there's been a spike in anything, what's going on. Um. All right, and so he you send off um, inquiries, inquiries, and and you know, much like the much like the arbiter of of secrets, you know, you have your own network of information as they head outwards in every direction to uh, faithfully seek out the knowledge that uh, the Prince Ren, of Hell demands. The Prince of Hell, one of the princes of Hell. The Prince of Hell. Demands. Oh. Um, <laughs> <Give him> that. <laughs> and, uh... The Gnome Prince of Hell? You guys humor me. <laughs> so, uh, the kind of things you were looking for were, uh, a bit. Yeah, it was just basically the, him, him going to different, uh, like, well-known landmarks is just all flavor. Basically, he was looking to see if there was any indications uh, on the land of a transformation that was maybe happening. He didn't doesn't really know how the world died. Maybe it's dying right now, you know? And so he was going to significant areas to try to see if he could if he could tell it by, you know, they, this is his homeland. He's, he's, his sensitivities to the wind and the elements are, are at their pinnacle in this area. And so he wants to see if there's any indication of a transformation in the land. Or, and also to see if he can maybe perhaps happen, uh, happen upon the, uh, the location where they were if they were in the frozen north. How long have you guys been doing this? A week? Weeks. How um, urgent are you? Are you? I would say no more than a week. Or feels pretty urgent. No more than a week before Sheesh. moving on to the town. I mean, I don't imagine we need to. There's I was no thinking reason, less than that. There's no reason to not go into the town. Exactly. I yeah. mean, you could have your guys looking around, and then we go to the town, like same time while you're searching. It's okay. I mean, give me a day at least. Damn, wanted to. That's what I was figuring. You want to go like a day? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys travel pretty fast. Give me two days. I'm not that fast. I'm not gonna. I'm not hasten here. Although he is probably there. I mean, just checking out to see if you know well, then in, in if things are still frozen. Yeah, these, <laughs> I mean, two days. it's a wide region, and he he he, he checks uh, several landmarks ranging far and wide. Unless he has Thunderstrike well, itself to uh, to provide transportation, well, he is, actually actually go there. This actual location is not. Special. You do have Thunderstrike to provide transportation. Oh, well, if they're, if, they're, if they're at Damage's disposal, then in the day, of right. course, he's... You guys are... every All the resources are at your disposal at all times. Very well. There this, is no one higher ranked than you that can take these away from you. There's nothing special about this location so. aside from the people that we know are from here. Sorry? There's nothing special about this location aside from the people that we know are from here. Mm-hmm. This particular place and, and was the land. like the center of the... Well, the land yeah. was part of right. the massive thing, but I mean, everywhere else... I mean, they were talking about seeing, like, the entire world cracked, like... Right. Yeah, we only saw part with our own eyes, and so... That, that's well, the pieces true. we saw in the in the Planar Observatory as well, on the screens. That's true. We I saw, mean, like, cities in the like, Feywild being destroyed. We saw the stuff in the Astral Sea being destroyed. We saw and my just thing all is kinds stuff, like, of places and things. And, the, uh, and, uh, and hell being uh, unable to contact, but, like, 
that's you know I think I think that the people we talk to at the very least I want to just go to them and say hey do you get drunk and stumble around the forest very often <laughs> I, I mean biggest thing going to take the people how old are the people exactly. are they 10 years old exactly well let's go let's go there I mean after a day or two of, of Damon kind of yeah, looking around his homeland he's ready to accompany the uh, the the quorum and leave uh, some of his uh uh, some of, of his companions, his uh, uh, sectari behind to do further yes. searching. Boom. In the initial searching, Damon is uh, disappointed or perhaps um, relieved. Relieved to find that he doesn't um, sense any of these sorts of things he's looking for. You know, sort of is is the world falling apart at the seams, and um, he is relieved. Very. Every everywhere he looks, everywhere, not even a hint of the sort of. Um, Massive change. precursor to uh, to what yeah. this may be. Not even, not even a little bit. <clears throat> so then, of course, he agrees readily to accompany the others to Bardell uh, to make to make inquiries. And also, uh, close, right? Before we go, I mean, did, did I, I, I may have missed it? Did Frida ever say if she was able to go back? Was yeah, she, back able, she able to check on the? It's been a couple days now, so um, sure. just who, do you ask her? I would assume that she goes back there, back and forth between here and there, plenty. I mean, you haven't yes. seen her. If she is able, her? yeah, yes. Brandis asks, "Have you been able to go to the Planet Observatory?" Uh, and she just does what she was doing to Hugh, where she doesn't even look or flinch, as she's just kind of writing a thing. She just says no, and yes. just keeps doing her calculations. Okay, I didn't know he had asked. All right. No, um, nobody asked. Yeah. Okay. No, You're no, the first. She, and she is after the couple of days. Captain, ignore everybody right now. She's getting back. She get reacclimated. Uh, well, she also seems pretty um, devastated about it being gone. Wasn't really. Uh, you get the feeling that she didn't really want to like advertise that she couldn't go back. I know. Brent Brandis is Brent not to her. Brandis is happy when he goes back to the, to the group because he says something here has changed. Them. Yeah. The only thing that that aside from us cha- moving in time, like that's some traction. Aside from that, we don't have any, any any evidence that what we experienced was anything besides a hallucination and a long nap. To Vardell, I'm not comfortable assuming the age of these uh, the age of these uh, characters we met uh, back the demons would uh, is definitely something that interests me. Yeah. When Ren gets done talking to his peeps in Avernus, he goes over and assists. Frida as best he can. Looking over her shoulder, saying, what if you tweaked this number right here and played with this equation and factored this into it as well and started bouncing ideas off her to see if maybe he can cheer her up or just be a new pair of eyes looking at her work. Ren, she does respond to. He comes in every time he comes in. She looks and she smiles and she's happy to get his assistance as... uh, you know, every time he's suggesting something, she is working with it, and um, sometimes it sets her back progress. Sometimes it's uh, a good idea that you know spends another couple hours investigating, you know, something that he saw that she had missed. Um, but you know, over the course of these days, it's just completely inconclusive so far. These sorts of theories and such that she's dealing with. I mean, Ren knows they're so astronomically complicated that um, no, most wizards in the world would not even 
consider embark upon the problem. You know, it wouldn't even embark upon the problem because it'd be like, yeah, I could start working on this, and then I would die because I'd be at the end of my life, and I would have discovered nothing. <laughs> and uh, so far, no success at reproducing some of the uh, magical effects that we that we affect that we uh, under underwent. Yeah, when she gets tired of the uh, the formulas, as uh, that's what Ren said he wanted to do, right? Yeah. 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 Um, she helps him with his, and um, the same sort of thing, you know, that that almost pressing madness in your in your minds is just such a foreign, strange thing. Uh, can't really figure out what is going on with that. And then finally, it sounds like almost like the Sharn that we, I don't know, something crazy it reminds them of the Sharn. Mm. That's a time better left in the past. You left them shut. At the small village of what was it called? Uh, Vardell. Did the Vardell. demons say anything? What did you say? Did the demons say anything? The devils. The devils. Oh, the devils. Sorry about the demons. Nice. You just sent them off. It's been like a day, right? They're getting okay. info. They'll get back to you. Okay. It's a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Ren is <laughs> post office. Of, there are of five devils. Five day weekend. Ren is not a patient. Yeah. <laughs> Member of the eight. I mean, initial that. reports, as he they do, results. they um, report infrequently because they know. And uh, they report infrequently and say uh, they've been no, um, nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. So far. You know, but they'll keep looking. Yeah, you know they'll keep looking for a thousand years if that's what Rand tells them to do because uh, fear is wrath. Fear, fear is wrath. <laughs> fear is an option. So. One one need not be evil if he can rule with a heavy hand. <laughs> All right. So you make Bardell. your way to. to I'm gonna fucking write it down. Bardell. That's not, I'm trying to get in the habit of. It's easier to remember. The northwest part like of it's, it's far, like Bar and Dell, like the computers. <laughs> the farmer, the Bardo, the Bardo. That makes perfect sense. Right? The farmer and the Dell. With the V. Farmer and the Dell. All right. And uh, are we going to meet one of Osino's contacts here? Um, he doesn't. Uh, I, well, you don't ask him to. I mean, you can just stride into any. Yeah, we just go in, man. He's got a contact. This is, I mean, it is trivial to you just kind of walk in and and the people here know who you are. But this is such a small town that they don't really, um, you know, the the dealings of uh, high lords and and large nations. It doesn't really. Uh, concern them. Concern them. They're more about you know surviving out here. In it's the, a logging town. North. Yeah, they basically harvest lumber and they sell it to larger cities so they can build their build their uh, their structures. I mean, oh. really, that's the economy in the area. Yeah, and so that's it. And so we're looking for these two people specifically, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Damon strides into the only tavern, which is, you know, a, a kind of so windy shed and, you know, kind of pauses at, pauses at the bar, wanting to order something, but doesn't. And, uh, and, and The rusty spigot. Begins to, to inquire of the, uh, the tavern master uh, uh, about, uh, about the town, history of the town. Is this a town on the water? Or is it like... River. river. There's a river. Like, they float like, the logs down the river. Like, right... Okay. Yeah. Riverton. Okay. Riverton. But it's, like, right on the water, then. It's the same yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, river. Right, it's yeah. Vardell. <laughs> Vardell Riverton. Which is Elvin for Riverton. <laughs> um, 
All right, so yeah, he explains, uh, you know, this just kind of a small town. Don't get many visitors. Tavern's not large. Also, uh, doesn't bring in much business. Does it scare the crap out of the uh, people when too. Thunderstrike shows up? Um, um, it gets it definitely gets a lot of notice. Uh, there's people out there, and and someone comes immediately uh, to to greet whoever comes in first. Is it the mayor? Oh, warm welcome, and, yeah. and he says, uh, "Yeah, let me get." I am the mayor of Vardell. Yeah, what's the name of that site? The, the shiny something. Dogfart.com. Okay, yeah. Dog yeah. party? What? That's the one. Really great stuff. I meant to have this open. The onion. Oh, I can't find it. Quick. Chaotic. Uh, shiny. Happy puppy? That's it. Yeah. Wall cats. Happy puppy has a lot there of There it is. Chaotic shiny. Chaotic shiny is the greatest. Happy puppy's better. So, yeah, the. Um, the. Uh, the mayor of the mayor, yeah. The mayor comes out and immediately is just is is super uh, super friendly, and he says, "He says, oh, what 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 can we do? What can we do do for you? Oh, why do you grace us with us with your presence here?" And he says, "Would you like to buy uh, some of our uh, lumber? S- some of our lumber? We have uh, we have an excess. It's been a good year." He says, "I'm I'm glad to hear that." He says. Uh, uh, perhaps, perhaps we may be able to direct some business your way, but we're really not here for that. And he he looks to Hugh, who uh, who had an idea about uh, about kind of inquiring after these folks. We're looking for uh, Senele and Sir Dronovan, two uh, people from this. Region. Well, Sir Dronovan is not from this. Um, uh, from this village, you know that he was a knight of um, uh, Chonda, okay, which is another um, uh, larger town in a neighboring nation. That's a city. Oh, yeah, we missed that. It's a foreign city. nation. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, but Senelin is. Yeah, I mean he's a knight, so it's small. Chonda is here. Right? Yeah, Senelin. That she is from here. The yes. Okay. Uh, then why are here? The mayor says, I, "I, I, I don't know that name." And then you see him just kind of pat his uh, huge belly, and he just says, "Um, well, she's half elven, perhaps." How about bad are, attitude? Are the elf clans in the area, perhaps, or or, or half elven families, maybe? He says, "I know, uh, I, I know many of the families here, but but not all of them. Uh, perhaps the the local tavern, uh, someone would know." And he says, well, "Would you like to buy some lumber?" Uh, Dalman, uh, Dalman. Don't buy rolling, any lumber. Rolling flush says, uh, he says, perhaps, uh, you, we could, uh, do some business at another, at another time. He, uh, <laughs> so, he kind of hangs his head and he says, Don't he says, oh, okay, and then he just, uh, is much turns better. around and just walks away. Okay. We can use that for leverage later. Damon's a terrible negotiator. He's no, just going to okay. give the guy some money. I know, he was about to like hand over, like, I'll put 20 cords of lumber. <laughs> I mean, that was what about to happen. What with that much wood? Aurora prevented him from said. doing that for the umpteenth time. Did he? So Damon, with coins already in his hand, turns towards the, the tavern. tavern. <laughs> yeah. Let's drop down the table, ask if he's ever heard of a half-elf named... Yep. Senelin. With a brother who is a knight of... There's a man... At the bar, who overhears, who turns, he's got just the biggest uh, shit-eating grin on his face when you mention the name. 
suddenly. And he's drooling a little bit, which is additionally <laughs> off-putting. As uh, Brenda backs away slowly. <laughs> no. And you see that this this is um, fish. This man has just got. Uh, uh, he's just a huge fat guy, and uh, he's he's got. You see, food is just like dripping down his face as he's been drinking a lot of ale. He just turns and says, "So I had her last night." <laughs> Damn. He says, "I see her reputation is well, gone wide." Damn, did not expect this. And he says, uh, and he, he looks at the guy and he says, how much did you pay her? He says, um, uh, 50 copper. Brandis says, where can I find her or I'll have you tonight? Oh, shit. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't abide much filth, does he, these days, the Brandis? He looks to Brandis and he just says, not my type. Ren laughs and mutters under his breath. <laughs> she was a bitch and a whore. <laughs> at, at this so point, unfair. Aurora walks into the doorway. Uh, Hugh asked the gentleman, uh, where is she Brandis located? Is guy. <laughs> she she missed that. By it, so she now Brandis is scared. Meanwhile, <laughs> Hugh is just pushing the boundaries of the word gentleman. He says, mm, the laughing fox. The finest ladies there. Uh, thank you for your time, sir. What on earth were you guys asking me? He throws here? the man a silver. And he just catches the silver and his eyes go wide and he says, <laughs> and he just gets up from his stool and just. And, I guess uh, we can just follow him. Into the, this. The, the, the silver fox. And it does not take long and you realize that he is fox. going the same place that, that you're going. Fox. How much did she cost? 50, 50 copper. copper. Yeah. It's a That's, small town. That's half of what. We just bought him. <laughs> Two whores. <laughs> well done. Or maybe one really expensive one. <laughs> and sure, as uh, he enters the uh, the laughing fox before you, as he just uh, walks in, as he just with his uh, with a loud voice, he says, "I'll have two! And uh, he just points to two, and then he says, "Come with me!" And he just waves the silver that you got. Yeah. You gave him. I mean, Damon puts his was gonna put his hand on the guy's shoulder and say, "Not Senelin or whatever their name." Senelay. Not Senelay. But when he sees that the two he he gestures towards are are much more kind of gawky and uh, I guess I don't know just. I don't know. Uh, Uncouth. He lets him go, horrifying. and he says the opposite of half elven. This place does not look like it uh, is kept up very well. I mean, it is a rotten-looking place. Um, you know, it looks like it's kept somewhat clean, but it's just not built well. You know, the the despite being a logging town, clearly these uh, it has rotted in a lot of the uh, the wooden boards and such. Uh, it holds up the cold well enough. Yeah, and of course. And looking around and the crowd, it is just inside. mostly shady-looking people at oh, the uh, at the tables, shady people along with in a uh, town. women of uh, of a variety of looks, uh, kind of just standing around. All of them are the sad, though. Oh, dwarves. dwarves approaches the lady who must be the madam for the kind of the age and the kind of keen. Business look in her eye sets her quickly apart from the rest. Lack of desperation in her eyes. Yeah, so in, indeed a measure of that. Lack, Rich folk. Lack of desperation. Soon as you get near, and of any life. Soon as you get near the bar, uh, the bar, the um, 
the bartender looks very cheerful and it's kind of a stark contrast to the look of the place and uh, and he says he says oh welcome welcome to the laughing fox he says how can I help you he says well are you interested in uh, some food or drink and you see that the menu is carved into the bar in the back it's just you know doesn't change fare. I guess here yeah uh, Hugh asks the barman if Senelin is working this evening or today Senelin Senelay? What's the name? I keep hearing different versions. I, I keep saying Senelay. Senelay? He says, he says, oh, yes. He says, he says, I, uh, her reputation is spreading quickly, I see. As he looks over each of your, uh, looks over all of your gear and such, says, do you want her now? I can go fetch her. Uh, if she's unoccupied, that would be excellent. Even if she's occupied, please. He, uh, looks over to, uh, to one of the, um, what looks like a, some sort of guard in here, a very shady-looking guy. He says, "Go fetch Senele," and he says, "But I believe go fetch her." And then he just sort of uh, heads up the stairs, and then not a minute later, he uh, this uh, um, familiar-looking girl comes uh, walking down the stairs, although much lo- younger-looking. How much younger-looking? This this girl can't be more than fifteen. Oh. That's unfortunate. Oh. How how nice much younger than than she was before? <laughs> Could be. I mean, she half half elves. elves age differently than humans, so a half of it's kind of mm. a mix of the two. Sometimes they age quicker, sometimes they don't age as quickly. Well, uh, Hugh's fairly yeah. familiar with you know this is what this old of a person looks like. Um, you know, it, this old of a person looks like. The other uh, one that you saw was so kind of just grubby and in this sort of like you know Perhaps apocalyptic by the place. And yeah, the but you know you could somewhere between five and fifteen years. Wow. Older. Okay, I mean it's really hard to tell ages. You know with that. Um, yeah. With that, but you you guess it, probably closer to ten. Okay. Is there a, oh, a private place for weekend? I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't is there a meeting room or a place with a coffee? She just found yeah. where she smiles. And this is, I mean, she looks young, but she, before and now, is a very attractive girl. And she says, she says yes, and she bows, and then uh, and says, come with me, come with me. Fine, and she says, says, we have a better idea. How about you come with us? We don't have anything to gain. We might as well ask her about her brother, ask her about any sort of random... Yeah, but so there, if there's any other people here, the, I mean, the bartender says... Uh, we ordinarily only allow uh, um, inpatient uh, Ren takes, treatment. Ren takes out a gold coin and says, we'll have her back safe and sound. He takes the gold coin and he says, whatever you want. We can also, you can keep her. And we you notice it. Brandon says, takes it. we're just looking for some information about yes. the in the area. He says, oh, oh, I understand, I understand. You just are just here for information. <laughs> And he gives you a knowing glance. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 it's an unknowing glance. He doesn't know what I'm talking he about. He thinks he has a knowing glance. He, he thinks, thinks it's it. a knowing glance. Mm-hmm. Thinks he has a knowing it looks pretty authentic. <laughs> it's pretty genuine. Uh, um, so we don't need to be underhanded with this. Um, we, as we're as we're I'm in really here, sure Ren actually looks around and wonders what Mrs. Brandis would think if she knew that we were in here. Did he lie to her? She would think that I have terrible taste. <laughs> I knew you go to the whorehouses than this. For not having a more cleansed palate. Ah, would you go to a house full of underfed babies? Yeah, that's really the term. What else is on? Mummy rot again, (laughs) Brandis. Come, come now. Um, 
we, I mean, is there anything that obvious that would that might offer some seclusion to speak with this young girl? He said you can take her wherever you want. Uh, let's let's take her to a. Let's take her to one of the, the inn. Yeah, he, the the bar the, the barkeep just says. Or, one of you, your get is probably the owner of this establishment. He just says just return her in the morning. Good. Let's go aboard Thunderstrike. I feel more comfortable <laughs> there based on the last couple of minutes. That that guy at the. Why don't we just eating. go back to the conference room or something? Yeah, we're gonna I mean, go back to Thunderstrike. Give her fresh meal. Yeah. Some advice. Hey, we're, we're gonna have her. We're gonna get her checked out by Buren Ghost. Let her know yeah. that he... the world is gonna end soon, and she's not gonna want to look back on her life and be like, "This is how it's." Been. That might be how, why. She Do we so really want to let her know that the world's gonna end or something? Let's no. take her back to the conference room. We'll see where it goes. Dipping right. her, dip her hand, but you got all the information he needed. Okay. So, ah, because of very well. Yeah, that was about it. That was all. That was yeah. Um, How old's the girl? Well, oh, okay. they aren't going to know anything more about the future than we do. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of feeling They will know less. even less. I'm kind of feeling the same way about that. Uh, so we can find out about her brother. Yeah, find out about her brother. I don't know. Although, what do we need to know her brother? Her brother may also be like a 15-year-old kid at this point. And her brother will tell us, oh, and this or is all you player. are. Okay, we're done with you. Yeah, so I mean, Which well, it'd, be, it'd be good to just know where they are in case we... Want to talk to him again? And, and does he have any plans? No reason to, not to find out about her brother, but I mean, there's no reason that uh, I mean, depending on what. So as you guys are, are just discussing this in front of her, yeah. No, I mean, I, I damn, I no. said a couple of times we should take her back to the conference room. Yeah, so, we definitely. Sure, we could. We have like five questions asked. We ask them in the, in the street. Why are we debating where we're going to ask the questions? Why don't we just ask the questions? Damon wants to ask her the questions. Yeah, ask Let's the questions. Ask Damon says, come with me, her- we're going back to Thunderstrike. And okay. we get the leader out the door. We go to Thunderstrike. Brannis gives her a gold as a a pre-purchase on her time. And says, okay, we just have some questions. They're going to sound unusual. And like we're if crazy. If you answer them honestly and, and completely, you can have another gold. And she, she her just eyes go wide as she takes the gold. And she says, says thank you, thank you. And, uh... I mean, barring anyone else want to ask questions? Go right ahead. Very well. Uh, Damon uh, asks her, she says, uh, I'm, a, I'm aware that you have a brother. Does he Does he live in the area? She kind of looks and says, you know my brother? He says, uh, I met him one time. She says, yes, he's... Alright, you can't just hand me a cartoon picture of Kaz Dunlin and expect me to keep my concentration. Yeah! Um, Kaz She says, yes, uh, last uh, last I heard he is still uh, squiring in Chondath. So, and he, he uh, and when, when was your last contact with him? When does he come back this, this way? How often? He sent me a letter a month ago. He's, go for it. Is he your full brother? He says, she, or she wouldn't know. And uh, and he says, and what? Uh, why? What? What pulled you two apart? Why? Why did you stay here when he leaves so far away? No one to take care of me. Need to make a living. He nods and he says, uh, he says, is there any? Could you give us any directions if we want? If I wanted to find him again and speak with him, we mean him no harm. In Chanda. <laughs> She says, I uh, guess. Is he not there anymore? You know she's she's just kind of confused. 
And she said, well, perhaps you have the letter that might help us to, to locate him. Yes, my belongings back at my uh, back in my room. He says, if you if you wouldn't mind, uh, I would like the I would like the letter because I would like to perhaps be in touch with him in the future. He says, for gold, you get anything you want. Damn <laughs> You can I keep see. the letter. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, how old is your brother? Must be twenty five by now. Thank you. Twenty five. And, uh, and your How does age? that compare with the guy we saw as well? He was older, rougher. So you know, he was, uh, you know, he was five, fifteen years older. You know, good at thirty-five. Okay. So and uh, he, Dan asked her age. her age. Second. Well, did she have to give her age? I don't. I didn't catch that. Fifteen. Yeah, she's fifteen. She's fifteen. Oh, okay. She oh, seems no. to have kind of uh, gotten the. Um, she's clearly more uh, human than elf. In fact. This version of her that you see, you can barely even see the elf, um, the elf blood in her features. Um, it was more prominent uh, in the uh, in the older version. I mean, she's clearly the same person, but uh, it's she's much more human-like. And yeah, then uh, the Damon says, "Yes, if we if we have the letter, then uh, that's all I can really think of." Thank you for your time. She looks very confused. She said, "That's all you want." Damon uh, looks around, looks around, uh, kind of at Thunderstrike, and he says, "There are other things going on, but nothing that you need to concern yourself about." Ren feels yeah. kind of bad because she's only fifteen, uh-huh. and he reaches into his personal coin purse and pulls out. Bunkers. Did I? Is that what I said? No, it's, a t- it's okay. Something I, I said. Wrong. I know it's like what you said, but I was like, ago. "Wow, did I ask that up too?" <laughs> okay, but anyway. Um, Reaches in and uh, pulls out 20 gold for her. Gives it to her and says, Do not go back to that place. Well, you can go back. Wait a letter. But do not go back to your previous profession. She looks. This should be all the money you need. She looks at Ren, Ren distrusting. He says, that's it. Just, Go to Chondath with is, your brother. This is all the money you should need to create a new life for yourself. She just looks and says, why? She says, I... And then she just kind of looks flustered and she says, is this real? It's real gold. It's real enough. She has just, just this really nasty look on her face all of a sudden. She says, a man one time gave me three gold and it was an illusion or something. It disappeared when he left. Ren says... Ren says... Do you know who we are? Well, your principal. Let's go with the corpsman. My clients. Ren says. She kind of shrugs. Ren says. Look, he's trying to be nice here, okay? Ren says. Exactly. Have you ever heard of Olgarth? Ren says, just trust us. Take this. Make a better name. Make make a better life for yourself. I'm sure we will see each other again sometime in the future. I expect you to be. Kind of, she's still got that nasty look on her face. She just puts the coins, you know, in her in her. Um, she's got this like tiny little like just satchel. That's that's not even big enough for the coins. Yeah, and and she says, someone's probably gonna steal it from me. She says I have to go back in there to get my stuff. He won't let me keep it. Then come back when you have your stuff. Go in and get your and stuff, co- and then we'll... then collect it after you have it. It says, bring me that letter. Yeah, yeah, go get the letter. That's we'll buy the letter from you. For and she's still, she's, you'll still be here. This isn't a trick. 
Yeah, just says, each we're not asking for anything in return. How could we cheat you? Says, you could just be trying to screw with me, get my hopes all up, and then I go get the letter, I come back, and your big magical ship is gone. I just there suggest... Because, <laughs> trust us, 10 or 15 years of what you're doing, and you'll be a much worse person. Bernie says... Take the chance. We will leave if you don't hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> she just... Then she just heads off in a, in a sprint. We leave. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Hugh is never, ever taking going. you. Well, no. Hugh, this is why Hugh doesn't take you along with him when he goes to places like this. <laughs> Wait, you go to places like this? You go to places well, like this and seek out 15-year-olds? It's not, not this exact oh, that quality. It's a little bit of a different world. A little bit of different standards. Hugh and, just and went from neutral to <laughs> a little more evil. Welcome to my it, side it, of the fence, But then it went right back up to... Or murdering... Hey, he gives them money. Listen. He gives them money. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> it's Fuels the economy. <laughs> it's not a chopping wood. It she doesn't seem that strong to me. Um, as soon as she leaves, this. each of you feel a pain. Oh my gosh! If we blink what? out right now, shoot through your body. Drop the gold. Drop the gold right now. We're on the thunderstorm. Okay. We'll put it in our bank. Uh, the second Aurora feels that pain, she literally like dives for the gold and just ties a little like ribbon on it, <laughs> chucks it down. <laughs> the lengths for charity. Aurora is doing this, but she's finding it difficult as this pain is wrenching you again. Hooks pulling you from every direction, pulling. She'll make a heroic effort. And then you can feel a heat. Over your whole body, as if oh. you were, uh, as if you were standing next to, uh, as if you were furnace? standing in next to a furnace, as uh, you just feel it all over you again, uh, like so before the, the feeling comes before the before Spying. the sight. Don't worry, Osino knows about it. He listens. To and then looking to each of your friends, you see them fading out again, as you can see through them. And then Frida comes running into the room. And she says, it's happening again! Damon grabs an apple off the table, but his hands are getting all ghosty, and he misses it, and he's like, no! And we'll continue next week. Ah. Ghosted in and out.